Blog Talk Radio.
Hello, everybody. Welcome to Jenna's Groove Theory. It is 8.04 in the p.m. This is December 20th, 2012. Much like I give every show, I always give the love and praise up to God first and foremost because he's what makes it possible for me to be here tonight. Uh, thank you. Uh, this is Jenna's Groove Theory broadcasting live out of Long Beach, California. This is your KXRW, your internet connection, internet community connection, internet radio station broadcasting right here. So let's go on and give God his depth and his praise first and foremost. Uh, for you guys out there who may be listening at home, give me a text. Send me a text and let me know if you guys can hear me. We're uh, working with a little bit of some, let's say, technical problems. So in two and two, we'll be back in one second. Here's God doing his praise. Here you go, people. You need to go back into the studio. Play some. Play a long one.
Feels like you're down for the last count. It ain't over. Feels like you cried your last tear. Not over. Not over. Not over. Not over. God has the final say. God has the final say. God has the final say. They said you wouldn't make it, but God has the final say. They said you won't be nothing, but God has the final say. They say you ain't going nowhere. You ain't about nothing, but God has the final say. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Gina's Groove Theory. It is now 8.18 in the p.m. This is December 20th, 2012, five days of Christmas. Wishing everybody a Merry Christmas coming up. Much love to you guys all. Yeah, so with that, uh, like you, you guys know, today being December 20th and 11 days to my birthday, it's going to be an incredible incredible uh, uh, year. 2013, we want to bring it in with prosperity. We want to bring it in with uh, new and uh, motivational shows that are going to be good for you, for all of us so we can grow a little bit. You guys know tonight's show actually was inspired by my guest who's in-house and uh, his name is Mr. Derek Cupid Holmes out of Connecticut, California, uh, Connecticut actually. Um, wow, I got that California on me real good. But, yeah, he's from Connecticut, and he's a 19-year-old, uh, about to go into the military kind of guy. Uh, he's stepping in. He he, he kind of brought this whole subject up. He asked his, um, you might as well say I'm his play aunt, and he asked me, he's like, what do you think about, uh, uh, do you think that uh, when a guy uh, has, master- when he masturbates, let's say, is, is that cheating? Is that what you consider to be cheating? And I told him, well, I I don't know. So I had a couple of girlfriends come through, and they we all got into this heated, heated topic about is it considered to be cheating? I don't know. I want to know what you guys out there think. Uh, do you think that cyber sexing and text, all that, is a, a form of cheating? I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we want inquiry minds want to know. So I, I want you guys to welcome Derek. He was on a previous show with the uh, – on my previous show, the Youth of America 2000 and 2012, and what we have to look for in the up and coming. So, while we uh, while we have a uh, take a little short break, and I check in with uh, my uh, my guest and uh, see who else is out there that wants to join. And Bishop, he might come out tonight. I sure did welcome him out here. So we're gonna go ahead and do two and two and see see where we're gonna get this topic going tonight. So uh, stand by and. Much love to all of you guys out there, and like I said, thank you for coming. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, play Help Me Believe. Actually, you know, sometimes we all get a little bit discouraged, and we all go a little bit, bit through a lot, a little bit of everything, and uh, everything is pretty much, uh, uh, mm, you have so many different ideas of what, you know, what we should do when it comes to the man upstairs. So I'll go ahead and uh, play this one on you, and uh Actually, it's helped me to believe, guys. It's getting harder every day. It's getting harder every day. Trying to hold on. I want to believe, but I'm having a hard time seeing past what I see right now. I see you right now. I want to be free. 
Like me. Come and look in my eyes and see 
Hello, everybody. You're back with Jenna's Groove Theory. It is now 8.27 in the p.m. This is December 20th, 2012. Welcome to Jenna's Groove Theory. This is your KXRW, your community connection, internet radio station. And tonight's show, actually, is what do you actually call cheating? How do you classify it? With today's internet highway going on, you you have all kinds of... uh, different uh, uh, avenues, you, well, let's say temptations out there. You have texting, and then you have, well, you know, back in the day, we just had the the uh, phone that that we, we did uh, uh, have as far as uh, how we could call and get out there and do things that were unaware to others. But today, we have cyber sexing. We have people on, you know, I was talking to a guy, a friend of mine the other day, and he was telling me that he had caught a girlfriend of his ex-girlfriend. And uh, she was online on the internet uh, talking to guys. And uh, he, well, I'm not going to say actually what he said, but you know he got angry about it. And and I know there's a lot of uh, husbands and wives that are on late night, all on the internet. A lot of my friends on Facebook. Everybody, from my understanding, I'm being told that Facebook is the next hookup spot. So you know, you guys let me know what it is. You know, you know, usually uh, my my music kind of goes with whatever the show is. So I'm going to go ahead and bump this one for you guys. Uh, Pretty much this is Miguel, and this is Quickie. We'll be back two and two. This is Jenna's Groove Theory. It is now 8.28 in the p.m. Thank you. Mommy, you're looking like I'm just another guy that came to check it, that came to wreck it. No disrespect, but mommy, that's the record. What's in them jeans that's got my mind I can see that you're feeling my passion Is it cause I'm flashing? Or is it this cash that's just way too reckless? Or is it this necklace? Wait, let me interrupt myself with this message See, I don't wanna be loved, I don't wanna be loved I just want a quickie No bite marks, no scratches, and no hickeys If you can't get with that, mommy come get with me I I just want a quick fix Up in your mix, miss Send me your wish list I have you addicted So mommy, come hit this Mommy, I realize that I manage Speak a language of love like Spanish Y'all don't believe I'm so obscene Know what I mean Yeah, sorry, that was Portuguese that I speak with these, please <laughs> get on a knee. I got a penny for your thoughts if you know what I mean. But I don't wanna be loved, I don't wanna be loved. I just wanna quickie. No bite marks, no scratches, and no hickeys. If you can't get with that, mommy, come get with me. I don't wanna be loved. Yeah. Just want a quick fix up in your mix, miss. Send me a wish list. I have you addicted. So, mommy, come hit this. Don't be offended, babe, by what I say. It's just a game. And how I play village and plunder. Call me a plumber. Knock on this wood, get rocked by this thunder. Don't be offended, babe, by what I say. It's just a game. I play village and plunder Call me a plumber Knock on this wood Get rocked by this thunder I don't wanna be loved 
just want a quickie No bite marks, no scratches and no hickey If you can't get with that, mommy come get with me yeah. I just want a quick fix Up in your mix, miss Send me a wish list I have you addicted So mommy come hit this I just want a quickie No bite marks, no scratches And no hickey If you can't get with that Mommy come get with me I Just want a quick fix Up in your mix, miss Send me your wish list I have you addicted So mommy, come hit this I just want a quickie No bite marks, no scratches And no hickeys If you can't get with that Mommy, come hit with me Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Gina's Groove Theory. It's now 8.32. Uh, I'd like to welcome you here uh, to Gina's Groove Theory. This is KXRW, your community connection internet radio station. Sending a shout-out to all my classmates at Long Beach. I know I missed you guys this semester. Actually, I've been quite busy uh, taking care of, uh, you know, my hand and everything. Everybody pretty much knows about what happened to me well, going on four months ago. And so, you know, it's been kind of slow. But I do see you guys out there. I do appreciate you guys representing for me as well. I'm still out here doing the community. I do the community every day every day that I live, basically. Uh, most of you guys have read my uh, dossier, which I have been spreading it about and uh, letting you guys know what you know what is my purpose. What, you know why did I even get into it? I'm very fortunate enough to have you know I have a few other guests here, uh, and like I tell all my guests out there, you guys really want to speak but you don't want to be heard all you have to do is send me a text and let me know and whatever it is that you want to say I will represent for you Um, I will bring it to you as well Um, I represent it I represent for you you don't have to actually be a guest to be a guest you guys know I got your back regardless all you have to do is however you want me to say it if you want me to say something for you all you have to do is put in parentheses angry, mean, sad, smile, you want me to say it happily, whatever the case may be. Uh, That was uh, Miguel Quickie. Since we're on the subject of what is actually classified as cheating today, uh, you know, I'm getting a lot of feedback about, you know, women are no good, you know, and then also, too, I had a show a a while ago about the recipe to love in which uh, Cherokee's his cousin came in and she spoke, Rosie. She brought out that uh, a lot of women out there are making men the way that, the way that they are. The reason that men are running amok and, and pretty much doing the things that they do is because women have made them do it. So I'm asking and I'm imploring, uh, you know, what is it really going on? I mean, being single today or being in a relationship, what do you guys, I mean, you got the show Cheaters as well. You, you're catching a lot of, we're catching a lot of flack out here. So when I pose that question to my to say my son, you know, he well, when he posed it to me, I, I said, well, you know, you talk to some ladies out there, so I'm encouraging you guys, you know, get your pens and papers out, your pens and your, your notebooks, and you guys jot down some things for me and bring it back to me and let me know what it is that you feel. Do you feel that texting the opposite sex when you're in a relationship is actually cheating? Now, the ladies today, even they even 
they kind of brought me down because pretty much I think I'm pretty much morally correct on most of the things. Brought up Catholics don't truly believe in it because, you know, a lot of things goes on. You know, I'm not the one to beat down the church door, but I, I still feel that, I, you know, I have, you know, upstanding uh, morality. And I felt like, well, no, you know, masturbation shouldn't be, I mean, shouldn't be, it shouldn't be, you know, wrong or classified as cheating. Well, the ladies and as well as my young son, who is a great guy, great young man, he says, well, it is. And then I had one lady in here who said it is too. And then I had my my very good friend of many, many years. She said, no, it's not. Oh, she she'll bring she used to bring home a woman to her to her man. You know, here, babe, here you go. As you know, I've had a lot of ladies out here that said that's what they do. Do you consider oh is it cheating if you allow a guy to do it or is it only cheating when you don't know? What is what is the deal with it? So I got I want you guys to think on it. Still on it a minute. We'll be back two and two with Mr. Derek Cupid. And Cupid, that's the name that he has earned here out here in California so far. You know, he's 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 winning it. So we'll be back two and two. Let's check with the time. It is eight thirty six in the PM. This is Gina's Groove Theory <laughs> broadcasting live out of Long Beach, California, your KXRW, your community connection internet radio station. And speaking of that, this is Jill Scott. Uh while she was thinking and pondering over a man, like what we're saying now, when you're thinking and pondering over somebody Depending on who it is in your vision, if it's not your girlfriend or your boyfriend or, you know, either way, you know, is it someone else or is it a pornograph magazine? You know, what it could be. What is it? And she brought this out. And this is Cross My Mind by Jill Scott on Gina's Groove Theory. I was just thinking about you. Wondering if you wear the same cologne. Smell good on you. Had the next boyfriend of mine try that same kind. But it stunk on him though. You know what they say everything ain't for everybody. But I tried anyway. <laughs> you sure did smell good. I know I'm a safe. 
know you're going to say some things that we both don't need to say. Everybody, this is you're back with Jenna's Groove Theory. It is now 8:41 in the PM. This is December 20th, 2012. Sitting here with Derek Cupid Holmes out of Connecticut. Also, I got my girl in the house, Stephanie. She said Stephanie Davis out of Long. Well, not originally. Originally from Palos Verdes. Holla! And then you got me, Gina. And then I have a new friend in there. He's kind of laid back. He's kind of sitting back. He's gonna he's gonna feel it. But he has a powerful. He, hey, he just he just gave us a powerful a statement that I really did dig. Kind of brought me back down to where I yeah. It's like oh, okay, I got I got to shoot it. First, I'm gonna go ahead and introduce. This is Derek Derek Cupid Holmes from Connecticut, 19 year old. Very, very sharp young man. I'm going to let you guys say hello. Say hello, Derek. Hey, how you guys doing out there? Um, this is Derek. Um, shout out to my mother, actually. I definitely touched her earlier today and um, told her to listen in. And um, she told me she was, so I hope she is listening out there. Um, shout out to my uncle for, you know, when I'm coming out here, I'm looking out for me. 
Uh, me being new to this area, you know, I'm just searching away, you know, exploring. And um, I love it out here. But uh, thank you for my family back home in Connecticut. Um, I hope you guys are doing good, better with um, Storm hitting there, Sandy. Um, and I thank God for the family I, I've earned. And, you know, I, I um, well, you know, just earned. You know, I love these guys to my to the bottom of my heart. I'll do anything for them. Oh, yes. Um, it's Gina Cortez out there. Shout out to my big bro. Even, and, what? What? Oh. <laughs> yes. But uh, I love you guys to the bottom of my heart, man, you know. But I'm going to pitch it over. Well, well, since Derek is, uh, let me go ahead and introduce my girl, Stephanie. She's been on the show before. I had a show actually about um, uh, a childhood friend uh, that I grew up with, was very close to me, uh, who was uh, brutally beaten and uh, raped, raped and murdered. And on that show, we were talking about domestic violence. Most of you guys know I'm a human service major. And uh, graduating this June out of Long Beach City and transferring out to Cal State Dominguez so I can get on down to UCLA. Right on. I'm working hard on it. You know, I mean, hey, nothing can nothing can hold me back. Nothing can stop me. But uh, my my good friend, she came out and she spoke about domestic violence. Uh, you you guys know that I've taken every human services course there at Long Beach City, and they're about really gonna throw me out actually eventually. But, you know, I critique myself simply because it means a great deal to me. This girlfriend, she brought me out here to Long Beach in 2004, and uh, she introduced me to the village, and uh, that's where I met Cherokee Morrison, and that's where that's why I'm where I am today. And I, I guess I just couldn't get enough of it uh, out here working with the people. The people out here are very, very special people, and working with the homelessly mental ill, uh, being that I'm a survivor of mental illness as well, uh, has uh, elevated me to where I am today. This show, you guys know, I independently run it and own it, and now I do have the copyright. Got it in my hand yesterday to this show. And uh, thanks to my niece and nephew, who originally asked me to come in and do a co-host back in March 2012. And uh, from that uh, co-host, uh, three months with them, and then of course, uh, you know, you don't invite a you don't invite a pet bull to a kitten fight. And, so, you know, they kind of got the slack, and then here I am. I had to have my own show. I took it over. I took it over and got my own way. So uh, this young lady came in and stepped in uh, because she left out of a lot of uh, hardships in the relationship she had. So I want you guys to say hello. This is Stephanie Davis. Uh, say hello, everybody. Hello. Hi. How are you doing? Good evening. Um, thank you guys for joining us. Um, I think adapt to Regina because uh, actually she is the shit. She's not friends, but she is a shit. Um, no matter what you guys may be going through right now, listen up and just pay, pay attention right now because what we're about to discuss right now may be important to someone, and it might just turn some parts of their life right now into something that you might need to hear. So pay attention. God bless. Thank you, guys. It is now 8.46 in the p.m. Uh, the topic, actually, let me go ahead and read it to you. You know how I always have to be pretty precise on how I do things. So I'm going to go ahead and read, actually, the description of tonight's show, because it is very important. Uh, tonight, Gina's Groove Theory. Tonight on The Theory, Gina asks the question of her guest, Derek Cupid Holmes, 
what do you classify as cheating? The booming the booming technology of the internet highway, texting and scene and the porno scene is a hot topic among men and women. And the way we feel about relationships is not it's considered going is considered going out of the relationship to actually view or look at pornographic materials. Is that wrong? Well, with with increasing pressure on the men to commit and the ever-present claim that women are the cause and effect of men's behavior that ultimately leads men to seek satisfaction elsewhere via Playboy book, via texting, via Facebook, via Internet. Well, that's what the guys are saying. You ladies out there are cutting up. You guys are making them. You're running them out here to these these ladies and, and these pictures and so forth. So when Derek brought up the subject to me, he said, well, uh, you think it's cheating? Uh, I didn't think so. Uh, mm, he's a young man. So I figure young people, you know, are pretty, you know, they're, they're pretty uh, free. And But he has, I guess, more moral morality than I have because I said, oh, that's not cheating. There's nothing wrong with uh, being off of a pornograph, a pornographic uh, magazine. That's not bad. Um, well, they, they shot me down. They shot me down today. And, and the quote I just heard a little while ago kind of just brought me back, too. Because, of course, I want to live my life right, and I want to make the right decisions. And uh, and in, in the eyes of the man upstairs, of course, I want to definitely live life to the fullest, to my best ability, and, you know, correctly. And uh, if, if it takes for young people, hey, this this is a community effort here. You guys already know. I'm not a teacher. I'm a student in a classroom full of students, and we're all learning. So if the young people can give me a little extra knowledge about some things, then I'm willing to learn. I'm willing to listen because I don't know everything, and most of you guys already know I had to learn the hard way. I have no control over things that the man upstairs have. I can only, hey, every all everything that I do, every step that I take, whatever decisions I make, he already made it prior to me. So Okay, well, I learned that, okay, I'm not a perfectionist. I'm nowhere near perfect. And, you know, I can tend to listen to what someone else says to me, which would be more beneficial to me. Some things I don't even know. So with that, uh, that statement, I'm going to have to go ahead. I'm going to go ahead and pose this question. I'm going to let Derek explain basically how this subject came about. Because this, kind of this is kind of a subject. We haven't did any relationship topics in a quite a while. We've had some pretty serious topics. But uh, nothing really fun, like you know, you know, because you know, here we cut up, we clown. <laughs> I mean, we got to get down with it. And uh, since he brought it up, in which I brought my girlfriends in, and we're all good ladies, uh, and everybody has an opinion. I'm gonna go ahead and let him, Derek Cupid Holmes, represent, and he'll go ahead and tell you how the story went. So here we go. How you guys doing out there? Once again, um, this is Derek. Um, how it started all was we was just sitting in the, the living room and, um, I just said, um, hey, Miss Gina, um, can you, can it be a form of cheating if you master, if you've been married for a, a couple years and you seem to have to have the need to masturbate to another female and, you know, without your girl knowing or anything, you know, your wife is in the other room and then you in the bathroom doing your thing. Is that a form of cheating? 
And she said, um, well, no, I think it's just a form of, you know, them releasing themselves. So we had a big discussion. Apparently, her homegirls came and asked them what they think. And one of them said they think it was cheating and the other back and forth. And we just decided to put it on the show tonight. That's how we got it on tonight. Okay. I'm going to just give it right back to her. Yeah, I'm fortunate to be able to have a, actually a new guest who's sitting in, and, and I, I had to ask him to be able to, uh, you know, uh, he made a very powerful statement that kind of kicked in with me as well. Oh, wait a minute, I do have a call artist, so let me go ahead and represent as well. Hold on, two and two, let's say hello. Uh, hello, hi, this is Gina, who's out there? This is Blair Braxton, Gina. Oh, hello, Blair. Hi, how are you? you. <laughs> Uh, great. Really great. Thank you. Wow. Ooh. Hello, Derek. Hello, Derek. Derek. Hey, how you doing, man? I'm fine. I'm just tuning in on the show and uh was listening in about the uh, topic. Is it cheating? Hmm. Interesting. And um, my opinion as a, uh, you know, uh, your modern man, I feel that if a man is, if you look at another woman in a lustful way, then I feel that that is cheating. And um, even if a man, if you're masturbating the thoughts of another woman and you're married, that is cheating. Uh, uh, From a religious standpoint, you know, uh, the Bible says, if a man looks on a woman in a lustful way, you've already cheated in your heart. So, you know, my opinion, I feel that 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 is cheating because if you love someone, then there should be no no other uh, no other woman, uh, whether it is uh, pornographic or somebody walking down the street and you thought about them and you went in the bathroom and masturbated, that's just, that's basically cheating. Even though you have not physically uh, touched that woman, that is sexual gratification. Mm. Wow. Well, Blair, thank you. I really would I, I'd like to thank you for coming. And You know what? I, I had to question myself and uh, my, my new guest who's in, he's kind of being quiet because he's on the download. And you know, I always tell people, come out to the show. You know, I'm not going to, you know, it's no pressure. It's no pressure. You can call in or you can come in and sit right here in my living room and, you know, whatever makes you feel comfortable. Even to my guests out there who are at home listening, if they want me to say something, I'll tell them to text it to me. Oh, oh, I think I got him. I think I think he's going to talk. He's got, look, see, after sitting in, in in my living room and seeing how I am, and, you know, I don't I don't give any pressure. You know, I I, I try to. Uh, you know, let people see. See, I'm a genuine person, and it really, seriously, I'm a cut up. I am a cut up, and we do clown on this show. We do a lot. We we have fun, but most of the, most of the time, we have some serious topics. Um, so I don't I don't put a pressure on it, and I'm really glad that you called in. You, you I mean, I, I don't I don't want to feel that I'm not being morally correct. You know, I went to I went to private school, I'm at Catholic school, whatever, and I'm Catholic as baptized as a baby. I don't really agree with their ways. My brother, who's out here a lot. Who represents Bishop Brett? Got to send a shout out there, Brett out there, BCM Ministries out there in La Harbor. You know, um, I have a lot of uh, pastors and 
uh, following me, and I have a lot of council members and a lot of assembly, you know, assemblymen, state assembly people following me. So yeah, I'm, I'm I'm in between thinking of what it is that I should do, you know, where I'm headed, you know, because really I'm a cut up. Being a cut up, <laughs> I, I love a lot, but then I treat people right. I'm out what it is that God, I feel God sent me to do. So when Derek asked me earlier what it was that I, you know, what I feel about cheating. You know, I, I had to say, I was like, well, no, I didn't think, I was like, no, I don't think it's cheating. Then I had my two girls, Stephanie and her girlfriend, just to show up. And I'm like, you know, and then her girl, Stephanie was like, oh, no, you know, I brought home, you know, a girl to my my man, and LaShawn, her friend, said, oh, yeah, it's because it was texting. And, and then I thought about it. I said, okay, well, yeah, if you're sitting there with a guy, and he's your dude or he's your husband. I mean, and this is another question. Do you feel that dating a is it che- now, now, this is what Bishop Brett, my brother, brought up. He said that he, he said this to me. He said, well, Gina, if you're not married, then you're not cheating anyway if you don't have a ring. So what would you say about is, is it a distinction between being married or being a girlfriend? I mean, because really, if we're fornicating out of marriage, then that's a sin, right? That but, is correct. So what? Yeah, if we're not married, we're fornicating. So, kind of like a, is it a distinction? Is, is there a differential between being in a being married or if you're in a relationship? Or I mean, what is what is your take on the whole uh, uh, no marriage thing? Is is there any commitment if there's no marriage? Well, the ooh, that's that's a serious question, and um, yeah. when you're in a relationship uh, and you're not married, I feel that that is correct. You're really, from a, how should I put this, from a natural standpoint, uh, yes, in in, in other people's eyes or your girlfriend, you say, okay, he's cheating on me because um, he's been texting this other female or uh, he's got pictures uh, on his computer of some chick or whatever. Or he goes in the bathroom and does such and such. But even though they have discussed the relationship as to having a commitment and what have you, it's really and really not a um, it's really not commitment because you have not crossed the line to say those vows. You know, I haven't. You haven't given yourself to that one and only person. And marriage is very sacred. And so, with that being said, marriage is the only way that truly your mate could actually cheat on you by doing those things that we discussed. But as far as a boyfriend girlfriend relationship, it all depends on who you're who you're asking and how do they feel about it. As far as me, I feel that if you've said this is my girlfriend and this is my only one and you have an agreement that this is the only one and you're just with that person, then, yes, that is cheating. But if you're not, uh, you have an open relationship, you're not married, you're like, oh, well, we're going to date other people or whatever, then you couldn't say that, oh, he's cheating on me because I've seen him with blah, 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 
That's why they are this person or that person. But the commitment of marriage, the vows, which are sacred, and people today do not take marriage vows uh, seriously. They get married for whatever reason. But that's a whole other top topic in itself. But as far as the cheating mom uh, part, if you're married to someone that is supposed to be the only one. Period. You know you know what? Uh, you enlighten me a little bit with that. Uh, I, you know, my, my, my silent guest that's in, his name is actually Ray. He did want to speak, and he did give, just like how you bring it, you brought, really, a, you, you shined a light on it. If you do have an agreement with someone, if you, okay, say uh, a couple has an agreement between each other, and then you go out of it, then that will be considered cheating. But if uh, when you're married, we already know that's just like, that's just flat out cheating. Um, I'm going to go ahead and, I mean, yes. But you know what? Oh, being that that is another topic, but we have to look. I have had shows on gold digging women. I have had shows on uh, women who stay in a marriage because they're not really happy. They're just in the marriage because of the financial stability. Uh, I, I mean, I mean, I've been getting a lot of feedback. Uh, I'm, I'm going to let uh, Ray, because Ray had brought out, and I'm going to let him say it, but he, uh, I'm going to let him say it, but this is a hell of a quote, though. I, I got to say it. He said, a deep thought is a deep done. Say hello to Ray. This is Ray. Hello, Ray. Uh, hello. I'd like to say uh, you expressed yourself quite um, eloquently, and I Thank agree you. on some of your topics. Like I say, you know, if you are in a relationship, you are building the bonds and the brickwork for maybe that step towards marriage. Because the marriage is the sanctimony, you know, a sanctimonious bond between a man and woman derived by whatever deity, because I'm open-minded. I don't want to put any kind of restrictions on anyone. It's what you were brought up with. And mm-hmm. dating and such is the morals or what, how you were raised or how your upbringing, that is laying the foundation for a relationship to marriage. So thank you. Yes. I like that. That is. Right. Yeah. Oh, he's, 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 he's preaching. (laughs) When he said a deed thought is a deed done. I said, Oh, okay. Okay. But of course, um, Derek, Derek, uh, since you have a new girlfriend, he just started. He's been out here in California now about two months, and he actually he's a he's a, the nephew of a, a good friend of mine, and uh, he came out here just for a visit for thirty days, and again, he's loving California, and he's dating a lot of you know he's dating, he was dating a lot, a lot of girls at first, but he ran into this really nice young lady who lives out in Cyprus, and uh, you know they made it official. He's nineteen years old now, you know. Come on, I'm like I'm three times old as him, so I'm like. <laughs> Hear this young man say, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna let him say hello to me. Just to hear this young man say, well, they are that's cheating. I was like, what the masturbate? I'm like, oh come on, you know. I mean, I mean, I mean, it's not like you're gonna take a Susie Lovelace home. I mean, just because she's on the front page of the Playboy, but but then it's like he kind of brought me down. Said, oh wow, I get a lot of guys out here, and uh, they're saying pretty much that it's to get down. I got uh, his uncle for one, Brian. Yeah. Yeah, he, oh, yeah, and let me go ahead and say what Ray said. Cheating is not cheating until you get caught. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. God. <laughs> it's until cheating well, get caught. Gina? Yes. I just wanted to say this. The thing about the magazines and 
people saying is that it's not cheating. It's when you're when you see a young lady, a man see a woman, and say, "Oh man, I like to hit that." Okay, you're lusty, number one, and you, you're you're thinking in your mind what you want to do to that person. So when you look on a woman like that, you've already cheated. You've already committed the sin if mm. we if we wanted to go in that direction. Mm. So therefore, regardless how anyone looks at it, mm. if you think it, you've done it. Mm. As far you know, morally, you've done. You're like, well, I, I I didn't sleep with her, but, oh, but you you want to, or mm. you took a magazine and you looked at this woman. You don't know that woman, but you got sexually gratified. By masturbating Therefore it is lust And an act Of Sexual gratification So that you can You know satisfy yourself Some men get off by just Looking at women uh, Whether they're nude Or somebody Just walking down the street Don't get me wrong It's okay to look at somebody and say you know what That's a nice looking young lady and mean it in a complimenting way, but to look on someone and say, "Hmm, damn, can I hit? I it? like to hit that." Wow. Or you get home and you go in the bathroom and you're thinking about that person and you're having all these thoughts. That's sexual gratification. This lust is cheating. Whether you're married and if you're in a relationship. And like Ray said, you're in a relationship and you're building the foundation to make something of that. Then if you can't, if you do that in the relationship and you decide to get married, then where will you be? Well, okay. Uh, Okay, well, you know, I'm single. And uh, I was in a relationship for three years that was, you know, no sex. There's no sexual connection. So, okay, I want to pose this question. Uh, I was in a sexless relationship for three years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I say true to that. When Since I've been out of that sexless, sexless relationship, you know, I run into a lot of, I got a lot of friends, and, you know, I run into a lot of men who, uh, and like I tell men all the time, and, and just to represent, the, the bishop is calling in. My brother, my brother, you guys are about to meet Bishop Brett. That's my brother. And uh, he Uh-oh. he he did a show. Let me tell you, my my most highest rated show. It scored actually. I got out of this show. It, the show is called What Women Should Know. And see, my brother, the bishop, used to be a cut up. I mean, he had so many women. I mean, I mean, I I, I believe the reason why he became a past a pastor was because he had done so much. The way he put it was, he had done so much that. Was on way him to do was to turn back over to God because he's done so much wrong. The show he told it. He said, "You get, you got, you got to go out there and check the show." It was actually it was September eighth show, and uh, it it archived forty three hundred plus archive listens on Blog Talk forty three hundred. And I had L and L, which now L and L is my best friend Lorraine and her new boyfriend at the time Leon, which they are. Sorry to say, they're not together anymore. 
Oh, well, that, you know, it kind of stings. But Leon talked to Goop. He came out here. You know, my brother just shot it. He said, hey, he said, yeah, I used to, you know, I mean, it was it was a, something on his back. I mean, you know, he You know, to have mine with a young girl get up into my book, get in your book. You know, I mean, and I stayed a virgin for quite a long time. You know, I mean, we had a big brother, you know, you know, hey, he, I didn't, he didn't play. So the bottom line was, but he, you know, he would trial up a lot of, you know, girls through, through the house. And for him to represent and tell it, you know, it ended up being a very, very, uh, uh, there he is. He's here. So let me go on. I'm going to introduce you guys to my brother, Bishop Brett, out of uh, La Harbor, California. Uh, that show really brought it, brought a lot out, and it brought a lot of women because we, we as women, do want to know what it is that you know. I mean, you have women out here who want, rela- I mean, want relationships, who want commitment, but then you have men who are uh, apparently. I've even had the show about lying. Let's go ahead, Bishop Brett. Hi, you out yeah. there? Say hello. Yeah, I'm right here. Right. This is my friend. That's my friend Blair. I got Ray in the house, and then I got Derek Cupid Holmes. A representative, how you, doing, you know, Davis. Hey, how you doing? He's up in the house too. All right, all right, all right. Tonight, uh, tonight's topic yeah. actually is, uh, what do you consider cheating, my brother? I love you, brother. Uh, tonight's topic is that uh, Stephanie says she loves you, Brad. Um, it, it's like, what is good? What do you consider cheating? Uh, little Derek, you know Derek. He's your nephew. Yeah. He asked yeah. me this morning. He said, "Do you could miss Gina?" He calls me and he's so polite out of Connecticut. He said, you know, these kids out here be like, Bitch, you know, <laughs> you know, you know, you and your mom, you know. He says, okay, go ahead. You know, I, I, I didn't say the bad words because out of respect for you, I had to kind of add a little bit. But, you know, these kids out here be like, Bitch, you, you know, you ain't my mama. You know, but he asked me, he said, Miss Gina, do you think that masturbation is a, is a is considered a form of cheating. So I was like, well, no, I don't think so. Because, I mean, you know how we were brought up, right? I don't think so. I mean, come on. It's just looking at a magazine. I mean, what? And then, you know, so now I've been broke down. Ray brought it. Blair brought it. And, they, you know, they, they gave me their input. So I called you to let you know, you know, I mean, coming from your standpoint as a bishop, and since you are my number one prime guest with the 43-plus archive listens with, you know how you brought it. You know, what is your take uh-huh. on it? Well, you know, you you know what? How can how can anyone say or call anyone a cheater if there's no commitment? Uh, first of all, to be a cheater, you would have to be married. Now, you you say how can you ha- how can you have a commitment if you if you're not married? You don't. I mean, you don't own anybody. I mean, the the, the reason that you would it would be called cheating. Is if you had an uh, ongoing marital relationship and someone uh, broke your trust or broke, you know, the vows of the marriage. The vows of the marriage is is what gives you, uh, you know, the right to say you're cheating. So everybody going together, that's you know, there's no commitment there. But the I do is the commitment. So it's very important that we understand, you know. When we're just dating, uh, people, you know, they're they're free. They they have options. They, they, there's no commitment. So really, in reality, how can you say this is my girl if you don't have a commitment? Well, you know how you know how uh, you know the relationship. Uh, you know, you me we me and me have been talking about my 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 ex relationship. Uh, uh, you want to say hello? Oh, you want to? Oh, yeah. I, Ray wants to holler at 
Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, Ray wants to say hello to you too, his friend. But um, you know, I'm coming out of you know what I was in, and you had said to me because uh, you know my my relationship for three years was no sex at all, at all. Right. And you had said to me, you know, you know, I trusted with him, and I went through everything with him, and I kind of honored him, and I looked up to him, and you know, it wasn't about that. And you know, hey, I got a lot of bad feedback. I mean, my best friend, you know, my best friend Ray was like, "Girl, I don't know how you, you know, sex is like eighty percent of a relationship. How are you in a relationship?" See, oh, Ray over here about seventy percent. I'm like, you know, to me, sex wasn't important because, of course, you know how I was brought up. You know, my our mom. Was, I mean, she never had men trolloping around us in our house, so we never saw that, right? So it's like, okay, I mean, she kept it kind of, you know, whatever she did, she did it on the outside. So, of course, you know, I have respect for myself, and plus, you know, I got Cortez and Dominique, much love to them, 24 and 25. They, I mean, their idea, their view of me is more so important. So, But you had said to me, you said, well, Gina, you know, you're not married. You're not married because, you know, I've been through hell with that relationship. And you're like, well, you're not married. And so I was like, well, yeah, but I, I mean... I, I mean, I'm a real, you know, I, I, I don't want to hurt anybody. I don't like being hurt. So to me, you know, I, I stuck in it, and but I got a lot of bad feedback. It's like, oh, girl, are you sick? I mean, I had girls, bitch, you're great. You, you're like, you, you with a man? What? You don't know? I, no. I mean, because to me, it, it wasn't really important. But you did bring it out. You said, well, you know, I have no commitment, and then, but I'm going through all this extra stuff with the, the person, and they're pushing, they're, they're pushing it off, and they're older than me. So it's like, you look, hey, hey, hey you know. Uh, I, that's why I had to show about men over 40 and what was up with the whole, you know, still want to, you know, act like their kids. You know I mean? They're going through puberty as opposed to, you know, being grown men. They're still running around acting like they just got their first, you know, hard on us. Pardon me. Pardon me for that. You know, I mean, what is it? I mean, because all the men of my age that I've ran into, they're talking about, you know, hey, uh, you know, all you women got to get down and you guys are conniving and sneaky. And now I got to say, you know, I do represent, I tell the truth. Yes, we do. You look, we know we won't tell on ourselves, and yes, we get away with a lot of shit. The bottom line is where, y'all, where the men mess up is because you guys confess. I mean, hey, you know, women have a way of getting things out you. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I ain't got to have seen you cheating, but I go around about, and it makes you think that you, I was somewhere watching you. I saw you coming well, out the hotel room. Well, <laughs> well, you, well, you know what? See, that's, our values are wrong. And and that's why we have the relationships we have. If we just value a person for what they can do sexually, then that's not love. That's lust. You know, you, we, we we got it wrong because you know. Uh, so so if, if I value this 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 young lady because this young lady could do this, okay. So the next young lady that comes along that could do more. There it is. And now 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 I'm gonna jump to another one. And, and the next thing lady you come along to do, there's always somebody out there that can do more and more and more and more and more. So you find yourself jumping around. So you, where's the commitment? There's no commitment. Just because a person makes you say ooh or ah, it doesn't mean you're in love. In love means when you find yourself in a hardship and, 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 and you need somebody to be there for you, and that person is Johnny on arrival instead of giving you an excuse. Now, that's love. But, but, but you uh, uh, a sexual relationship is shallow. There's nothing there but sex. You know, you, people got it all wrong. That's why. That's why it's so easy for people to go out and cheat on their husbands and wives because they, that person made them say ooh and ah. But after the ooh and ah is gone, then, then you got to return back to your relationship where the love exists because you'll feel incomplete still yet the same. 
So we need to understand that that it's a package deal. Okay, you you meet the right woman, you fall in love with her first, and then once you fall in love with her, then you appreciate the sex that's given to you. See, if you don't appreciate it, it's like having a car. You can have the you can have a brand new BMW off the lot, but if you don't appreciate it, it's not going to last very long. If if you don't love it, what I mean by love it, take care of it. Guess what? It's always going to be in the shop. So we have we, we have to understand how that works so that we can get in there and have some good relationships. I don't know about you, but I, I, I want to have a long-lasting relationship. I don't want to keep jumping around because I don't. If, I don't know if people know you're playing Russian roulette with your life. You know, I'm not a gambling man. I never did do very well in Vegas, but I know for a fact if I jump around out here, sooner or later I'm gonna hit the jackpot of AIDS. Are you going to crap out? I'm I'm going to crap out one way or another. I'm going to have something. Something's going to come out of it wrong. I'm living wrong anyway. So why not throw a little AIDS on me? Or why not throw a little uh, uh, whatever else is out there? So so that's why these young folks, they have to understand every time they they call themselves hitting it, they're hitting and missing. You know what, Stephanie? Uh, Stephanie, you know Stephanie. You've been knowing her ever since I've been knowing her. Ever since the kids were, what, four, three? She had something to say to you, bitch, if she missed you. I'm going to go ahead and let, okay. let her say. And, and you're right. I did represent for the kids because, you know what, like I told the kids, if you guys at least, I, I even had a show about protection. Hey, you don't want to be having cauliflowers growing up out your penis. and then, Or either you don't want to go to the bathroom and then all of a sudden, oh, it fell in the toilet. Mama! Because you know I had to go down to the house and around here my damn stuff. You know, but but, but, but you know what? You know what, Gina? And you know the sad part? Once they get, once they, once they end up with it, once they're all caught up, they're not gonna stop doing what they were doing. So they're gonna pass the cauliflower all around the neighborhood. Got a whole garden growing. So you know, so so we have to understand. We have to we have to understand. That if we teach them right now, they will have a good a good foundation in their marriage. Okay, Stop looking for the oohs and ahs because you know what? Oohs and ahs don't cook you a meal. Oohs and ahs don't be there when you need them when you're sick. Oohs and ahs, you can't trust the ooh and the ah because you might come home and hear some ooh and an ah and out your bedroom. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Excuse me. Hi, Bishop. How are you? Okay, and you? Go ahead. Hi, Blair. How are you? Okay, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Hi, Blair. I'm fine. How are you? I'm fine. And hi, Blair. Uh, how are you? Fine. How Blair? are you? Fine. Um, you just touched on a little something that's really touchy there. <laughs> you might walk into your bed and you might hear some who and us. <laughs> you touched <laughs> on a little bit there. Um, actually, my thing is, this is how I feel with me. In my situation that I have been in, I've been going through, whatever, is that men have taught me a lot. They taught me to be the person that I am. They taught me about relationships. They taught me how to love and let go and to cheat. They they made me love and love hard. They also made me love and love not. The lessons that I have learned is a lesson to be learned. And to love a person and really love a person unconditionally and to give you all to that person and they don't love you back, it's a hurting feeling. And if it's there, it's not there. But if it is, it is what it is. But if you have learned 
to love and let go, that's when you truly and love, truly and dearly love a person. When you can love a person and let go of them, that's love. It's not about touching. It's not about feeling. It's not even about commitment. It's about truly when you're in love with the person. If you're able to let go of that person in a situation where you know you find it dangerous or hazardous to your health, and it's not, and it's not good for you and your well-being. If you truly love that person, you can let the person go. That's love to me. Hello, Bishop. Talk to me now. Okay. Yeah. She was making a statement. Uh, right there, uh, right there, right there with, with what she said, uh, Regina and everybody else. You know, uh, that's 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 her thing's very that's very important what she said because that means she loves herself. You understand? Love it starts with yourself, and so you you have to love yourself to, to let that person go so that person don't destroy you. But then again, on the other end of it all. I don't know what anybody knows actually about love. Love yeah. sometimes can hurt too. Exactly. You can't. You can, sometimes you go through a little some some if you're in love. You just don't jump out the pot. But sometimes you, you have to something. deal together. You have to deal together with situations and put together. You have huh? to get through something to go through something huh? to get through something. You, you understand what I'm saying? Exactly. And if that person is there with you, battling that problem. Right. You know, I mean, who's to say? Nobody really knows. Who's to say one day one person wake up and they have cancer? Who's to, you know, all this time you've been telling me you love me, but now that I'm sick, you're going to abandon gone. me? Huh? You're gone. You're gone. You understand what I'm saying? So now now here it is. I've invested all my love into this person, and this person is treating me like dirt because I have a disease in which I can't control. Can I say something Okay. Are y'all feeling me? Y'all feeling me? Right. So, so, Can I say so, real quick, Bishop? Go ahead, go ahead. I was in a relationship 20 years. Domestic violence relationship. As they say, that's some sick love. To stay in a relationship and don't get out of it, but to be in that situation and don't know what they're going through, that person in that situation, don't know what they're going through, and don't know how to get out of I'm a survivor. I'm a survivor right now. I dealt with that. I got out of that. But I've learned to love and let go and still love this person, truly. And if anything was to happen to him right today, I would still be there. Regardless of the fact of what he went through, what I went through with him. But I was willing all those 20 years to hold on, just sit there and just try to work this out because I figured, oh, I always thought it was me. I always thought it was me. And I love this person unconditionally. Like Gina told you, I, I am that woman that, I, I, let, me, let me reiterate that, I am that queen. I'm that black queen. I stood there in that relationship and did some things that I regret doing. But I catered to him. I did do that. I loved him so unconditionally that it made me sick. But I still did that because of the love I felt for him. But the love that I felt for him, it truly was love. Because the way that I was brought up in the church, that, that wasn't even supposed to go down. But, like I said, I live and learn. And the guy that I was with is my best teacher. So now I can go about and I can tell others and say some things to others, whether they listen or take in, whatever they choose to take in, I can do that right now. But I'm never too old or young to listen to anything that's going to be positive and helpful to myself. 
So that's why I'm listening to you right now, Bishop. Thank you. Hey, Blair. Well, Blair, what, what, Blair, what are you feeling about it? Oh, man. <laughs> What's not to feel about it? Jesus Christ. Um, this, has, this, has, this, has, this has turned into another, a total another topic. And, um, uh, wow. Sometimes we do that here. Sometimes we do that here. Sometimes we flip from, we could be talking about, you know, we could be talking about some serious stuff, and sometimes it flips to the other side. So please forgive us, well, but I, I do I allow. Agree. I ahead. agree with I agree with the bishop uh, as far as the relationship wise. If you're not married, um, then thought about it. I'm like, you know what? He's right. If you're not married, how can you be cheating? No one owns another person, and. Um, there's no commitment, not if you haven't made the step or jumped the broom or said the vows. Because I was raised in a, a Christian home. My, my father, pastor, mom's evangelist, and um, we would sit in on uh, counseling that he would give uh, a couple that were about to uh, get married, and um, I would listen to him. I took that very seriously, and I, I've never been married myself because I knew that who I was, and like um, I'm, I'm not ready for that commitment because it's, it's it is serious. And I will take it serious because one thing about being brought up in church is that you reap what you sow. So if you sow bad seeds, you will reap bad seeds. So if you get in a marriage with someone and you might you're aware of what you're doing but you're not really thinking about the consequences of your actions when you're married and you cheat. You don't have to go to the hotel with someone. You know, you can make a call around your wife talking to someone to set up that uh, rendezvous or start lusting after a woman that's in your church or at work or uh, at the bus stop or uh, in a restaurant or wherever you are. You're going grocery shopping or what have you. So you have to pay for that. And when it comes, it comes in many forms, and you won't know why things are happening to you until you think back and say, wait a minute, I did such and such. But that's why you have to pray and ask God for forgiveness every day to keep you strong and to keep you from uh, wandering or have wandering eyes. If you love that person and you're doing they're doing what they're supposed to be doing, and you're doing what you're supposed to be doing in that relationship, then you cannot stray. There's no perfect relationship. Nothing is perfect. You're always growing. There's no communication. Then your relationship cannot grow. How is a man knows if something is wrong, or he's doing something wrong, in the relationship unless you tell him and vice versa. But the instance about cheating, it is so 
be so deep and it's so easy to do it and not even be aware that you're doing it. That's why it's great to pray every day to keep ask God to uh, keep you on track because you're in a relationship, you're married, and whatever you did to get that woman or that man, you have to keep doing that and make it grow, build on it, and it'll be okay. If you can't, sit around. I'm married. I love my wife. Oh, I'm going to go out with Craig and them. And we can go to some pool and some nice woman walks in and they start commenting on her. They're not married. It's not good to hang out with single people if you're married. Because peer pressure association brings on simulation. So as far as the cheating, it is, as they say, what it is. And the only way a person is going to do the right thing and not stray from their marriage, their relationship that is built on trust, if it's built on God, if God put it together, then they always say, you know, whatever God put together, no man can take apart. So when you're looking in a relationship, for a relationship, you're casting God for someone that mate. When you get that mate, you ask God for it, it's going to be the right one. But if you go and do stuff yourself, it's all about I, 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 I. Usually it doesn't, it doesn't work out that well because you mentioned something that a lot of people marry for different reasons. Oh, well, he's got a job over here and his income is this and he drives this type of car. He lives in this neighborhood and I think um, I'll be okay. He'll be able to take care of me. Yeah, you want someone to take care of you, but are you marrying that person for the right reason? Did you ask God uh, to to bring this person into your life? And uh, I don't know why I'm going there, but that's the way I was raised because he does okay. everything. He does everything for me. You know, that's so, important. Yes, it is. And um, if you ask him for someone, God has a sense of humor. You ask God yes, for one, and you don't be specific in, in in what you ask for. Then you may just you say, "I want a wife." So you might get a wife, but it might be an alcoholic wife, it might be a crackhead <laughs> wife, or whatever. So when you when you buy, get a wife, it's just like going to a dealership. When you talk to the salesman, so when you talk to God, look, God, I want these options. I want this option, that option. I want to know how to cook. Uh, I want her to be a stay-at-home mom or whatever the case may be, but you got to make sure that you tell him what options. He says, I will give you the desires of your heart. Your heart. So whatever you desire, make sure you got all the options. Well, gosh, she's got to be tall and uh, long hair, no weave, and uh, whatever. Ooh. Mm. Mm. Wow. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wow. you got to have options. Mm. you got to have options. you got to have options. No options. Wow. And you just say, Lord, give me a wife. He's going to give you a lemon, and you're going to be like, well, Lord, you gave me a wife, but uh, what is this? Well, you didn't tell me what kind you wanted. You just said you wanted a wife, so I gave you the first one I seen. You know, she might be a prostitute, but you asked God for a wife. You didn't say what kind. You didn't say what options. You got well, standard equipment. You know, a woman has standard equipment. So you got to have options. 
uh, 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 Stephanie said, what was it, what was that that you said again? A, a woman, a woman has what? She has some equipment. She well, a woman has standard equipment. Oh, a man well, has standard well, oh, equipment. Oh, wait a minute. Wait, yes. uh, uh, no, I know what it means. It's not with you. Okay, <laughs> no, let me explain there. that. Standard means, okay, let me, I'm sorry about that, Blair. Let me go ahead and explain to my girl here what standard means. When you go to the car lot and you're going to buy a car, Okay. It, oh, you want? Oh, she wants to hear you say it. You said again. Oh, so. <laughs> okay. Let me let me explain standard equipment. When okay. you buy a car today in today's market, a car comes with standard equipment. It comes with AM/FM cassette or AM/FM. Layman term, please. Layman term. He did a layman term. Excuse me. Could you speak that in layman term, please? Can you? <laughs> <laughs> You want me to speak? Okay, we'll speak in a manager's voice right now. I'm out into the, uh, the car like standard feel. equipment, you know, CD changer, um, uh, air, power steering, power brakes, uh, California emission, uh, very nice vehicle. Um, it's, uh, Again, layman terms as far as women. Layman terms as far as women. Um, breast, behind, um, waist, layman term for women. Oh, layman terms for women. Oh, okay. All right, layman terms for women. Standard right. equipment. I'm listening. <laughs> what, is, what is that? Tell me now. I'm listening to you. Okay. The, the standard equipment for a woman is not the color skin and all that. That's not standard. Those are options. Standard equipment is someone with intelligence. Well, I could say that. Standard equipment is a, for a wife would be Usually, okay, let's say the definition of a wife, someone who stands by you, someone who takes care of you when you're sick, uh, right. who takes care of the house, who knows right. how to clean, who knows how to cook. Right. Usually, those are, usually those are standard equipment. All women can't cook, though, but those are standard equipment. Standard equipment men have usually. those now. Men have those standard equipment now. Most men ought to cook. Most men ought to sew. Standard equipment. Standard equipment is a working man. That's a well, That's not standard because everybody don't work. I gotta kind of like, think about that for a minute. Standard equipment is strength. Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I say? Uh, uh, let, let me. Uh, breath behind. Can, can, can I get in on this? Can I get in on this? Help me out here. Help me out there, please. Okay. Excuse no, me, Bishop. No, Bishop. Uh, go Bishop. ahead, Jenny. Breast. Uh, actually, a woman's standard equipment would just be simply the woman. Legs uh, don't have to be long, don't have to be short. Don't have to, breasts, um, it don't have to be big, don't have to be little. Behind, don't have to be big, don't have to be little, don't have to be none. Um, <laughs> okay, good. Thank you. <laughs> Hello. Well, 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 it goes deeper than that. Now you're talking about a commitment. You're talking about only, you know, being with somebody for a long period of time. So well, you you can't just you just can't just look at body parts. You got to have some on the inside. Sometimes you got to have a different engine in that car. Uh, but but can I say this though, Bishop? You don't sure. have to pick a pick pick a particular kind, but your wife is beautiful, so. <laughs> well, well I, still, I, still, I, you still get the same. That's you know, not, that's not why, no, that's not know, why I, I'm with, that's know, not why I'm with her. No, 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 no,
Let me put it to you. My wife has my wife. My if I were if we were to use the analogy of a car lot, when when I saw my wife, my wife had the pretty big bumper, and she yeah. had the the, the beautiful grill, and she had all everything everything right there. She could cook. She was down with me. She was by my side. She knew what I was thinking across the room. I could just keep going on and on. She was there for me, and that's why the long haul lasted. That's why thirty one years lasted because we've been we done been through a little little this a little that, but we still together. Uh, sure, there's some improvement can be made all the time in a marriage. There ain't no perfect marriage, but you know you have to understand. Like he was saying, that standard equipment, you can get any old girl, but some one that could cook. Someone that can clean the house, that, that, that will clean the house knowing that it's just a part of the deal. You understand what I'm saying? Instead of getting right. mad and, and having resentment towards you, oh, I'm cleaning the house, all you do is work. That's the common, stupidest thing anybody can say in, 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 in the world. You're out there trying to make a living, then they're going to say, oh, you don't do nothing. Oh, well, let me touch on that then, uh, because my, my relationship in which there was no sex for the three years, uh, he worked and everything, and uh, I still got that same kind of feedback, too. So, I mean, but I worked alongside him. So, uh, I, I mean, 10, it, 10 years working along, three years relationship, the bottom line was, yeah, he, he, he had a job and all that extra stuff. But, see, I still caught the flack of uh, a lady who uh, wasn't down, you know, uh Every every let me let me say this. Well, you, I mean, I mean, for a woman flag. to stay, for a woman, I mean, you know, flag. I caught it. You you know, I no no no. You, you caught that flag because of because of his insecurity in what he was not doing. You see, it's always when people don't do what, when they don't perform right, when they don't do right, uh, they they always find other things in other people to put down so they look better. Mm. Mm. Oh. Oh, okay. Uh, well, Stephanie has some. So let me say this. Uh, my dude, okay, he worked. I worked. I went to school. He didn't have to pay no rent, though. But I was down. I cooked. I cleaned. I sold. Even bought him a car. Loved him unconditionally. But he still wasn't satisfied. So now where do I go from there? Well, you need to come it's with like, it. You need to come with uh, like, extra like incentives this. then. I think well, I think Bishop. I'm sorry. I think we need to come with extra incentives. So instead of just having a regular tape deck, we need to have a CD, a, a ten, a twelve disc changer, and we need to have Blu-ray. And on top of that, we need to have a MacBook installed as well as the 2013 Mercedes you saw me drive. We need to have navigation to back up and all the extra where you can sit. We need to have it all. We need we. We yeah we need to have it all. I mean, pretty much because see, if 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 a man now I look I look at Bishop. You know me. I'm your sister. I mean, you knew me before I knew myself. So if I'm the woman who I am today, and just like I like I tell a lot of guys who come up, they're like, Hey, Miss Lady, where you go? And Miss Lady, can I talk to you? I'm like, you know what? If you know what's good for you, you run. The bottom line is this. I'm complicated. I'm complex. I accept everything. I'm accountable for all the things. But in a relationship, I'm going to bring it all. See, because you know what? I, I don't have that baggage like some women have. Oh, they, you know, all, all the women who turn gay because all of a sudden all the men. I don't believe in none of that old crap. The bottom line is I, I say like this. Hey, my last experience is not going to be my new experience. Uh, I got to teach. I got to look at my sister. You know your sister. You know I 
you know, I come a long way from the financially uh, driven woman I used to be. I used to be a monster. You know, I used to be. I've come a long way because I've been grounded. I finally have been humble. You know, our nannies tell us all the time, stay humble. Stay humble. And that's, I I didn't get, I guess we did, I didn't get it back then. You may have, but I didn't. So the bottom line was, hey, now I'm spiritually (laughs) prosperous, right? I, I live by everything that I say. I still catch like, just like some people say, oh, you're fine. You know, fine is only what fine is. Let me tell you, what mama say pretty is is what pretty does. And you know what? It's all about what it is is on the inside. And even even though my and even my insides is good. I mean, I, 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 I give much praise to my insides more than I get to my outsides, but I still catch flack. I mean, I, I mean, come on now. I mean, you know, everybody, you know what, you know what a friend told me, a male friend told me. He said, you know, everybody got to get down, and that means that everybody runs around sleeping with everybody. That's just what you do, you know. And, and you remember the show I had about what happened to people talking about AIDS. I mean, because uh, after Magic, everybody thought Magic got a cure and all that. <laughs> I haven't heard no no reports of because you know Long Beach is. Uh, number what number two on the AIDS uh, uh, the capital of the world number th- hepatitis oh you got all kinds of uh, uh, you feel me so I mean and you still got brothers out here want to go up in yet without no condom what's going on the bottom line is this see nobody is taking things serious I, I got a caller out there I, and I do believe I know who it is so let me go ahead and touch it let me take it with the time. It is now 9.40, people, 9.40 p.m. It's December 20, 2012, and uh, you're out here with Bishop Brett. You got Stephanie, you got Blair, you got Ray, you got Derek, who is the number one who who brought this whole subject up. So let's let's say hello to our new guest. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hello. 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 What's your topic tonight? The topic tonight is about uh, do you feel, what do you consider cheating? Do you consider, uh, in other words, you know how men masturbate off of a pornograph, pornograph, graphic material? And Oh, okay. I got Ray over here talking about it. Oh, you read about it? You don't know about it. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll leave that alone. <laughs> yeah, okay. We'll go along with that. We'll oh, we'll take your word for it. No, but I got Ray over here talking about women do it too. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I, oh, well, yes, and then do. I got Derek over here talking about, mm-hmm. wait a minute, yes, I don't masturbate do. off of no magazines. I I don't know what's going on with that. You know, I oh oh here we go, y'all some freaks y'all sell. So here we go, new caller, what's going on? Say hello. Hey, how everybody doing? We're blessed and impressed today. All right, all right. You're out here with Blair, uh, with, uh, Modern world and modern technology. What I know is, like, for a thousand years, people <laughs> raised their families, they respected each other, they respected all women, you know. It's a thousand years before the white men come along with their little writings and their little stories and, you know, the blood diamonds and all this other bullshit that's been going on. Uh, I don't think we I don't think we progress that much. I don't think we progress at all. Actually, we need to kind of look back a little bit about where we came from and uh, get back to that. All this other shit with lawyers and, and all these people, and, and you can't expect your children because uh, you end up going to jail, but they turn 12. They say 18, and now they turn about 12 years old, and they can shoot them in the street. So we're not progressing. You think, uh, I, don't, I don't, you know what, you know, Bishop comes out here, sometimes it's real heated with it, and sometimes I'd be like, it's like, whoa, you sometimes 
this is, you know, are you saying that uh, the whole situation with uh, the dating and the, the relationship things, that, that, that ain't got nothing to do to me personally. That ain't got to do with the white man. That got to do with... Uh, it's got to do uh, with where, where it came from. It did not come from a Native American culture. That was not part of the Native American culture ever. Might be a little discrepancy here and there, something out in the woods up in the mountains somewhere. But now it's just blatant. That's why all these diseases here, here people just ah, oh. like you said, just get to get to get down. Right. <laughs> and then they'll get the put down, and that shit they ain't so good no more. Well, you know, you know, every, I, I don't know if you want me to say your name or not, but the case is. Yeah, my you, name is Cherokee. I'll say it myself. I don't mind. Cherokee. Everybody knows Cherokee is my mentor who I have. Uh, who, who brought me out here, taught me humility, taught me empathy, taught me how to not be judgmental, changed me, actually helped me with my, the error of my ways when, when it came down to, you know, how I used to judge people and how I thought money, you know, I mean, no disrespect, Bishop at all, but like I said, if you ain't got a hundred, if you can't wipe your with a hundred dollar bill, you ain't, you know what I'm saying? So, bottom line, he taught me that I celebrate my Native American. Uh, heritage, our Native American heritage, bread as well. Uh, represent Cherokee and Blackfoot. I celebrate that here, but that when you go out into the world, when you go out to the world, and you got all, you know, you got all these entities. I look at myself as I'm, I am a down to earth woman. I don't have all those issues. I don't have all those issues. I mean, and I will stand by my man regardless. It doesn't make any difference if he can or he can't. You know, I mean, and that's prior. To any marriage or any of that, so with that, even I can't play. I mean, you can't. Some people, you gonna have people who ain't gonna be happy regardless. You can never do enough. Now, I must say that that that's where the problem is. It has nothing to do with all that extra. Is that people can't? You know, you know, you know the motivational speaker that I that we look. At, Anybody out there, check out my Facebook, The Power of Ambition. That that makes white men, Caucasian men, who I thought never. Uh, I, mean, I mean, he, look at him and he says, uh, the only way to be prosperous is to help others? Wait a minute. That ain't what the white man would say. Now, you know you saw that with me. Not all white people are bad, and we ain't got to go there with the white folks. It's, it's what, what did he say? He said, success not defined by what you have, not what Live in, not where you go, kind of close there. That's fine by happening. And I have learned that. So I, with my, about now I say this, you know, I, I come on, I have a problem. I don't have to make me no catch nobody, right? You don't know this because you guys know me personally. Even Halle Berry got cheated on. The bottom line, it don't even matter about all that. Did nobody really you know, <laughs> know about your brain? Maybe a man was to the bathroom. My best friend must love to her. She brings it to a man, you know, when a man gives her, hey, you know, you guys with the famed women should do. Yo, the bottom line, the, the Leon, Leon and Le- Lorraine from that show, they are no longer together today. And after all that he talked, so you know you got people out here who are saying that they want this, want to settle down. They saying they want relationships, but do they really? No, they want to play the game. This is what I think is best. Honesty is best. If you 
tell a person, just like my male friend told me, he's been being honest with the ladies, and he's not getting no no love. He, he can't get no love. <laughs> Come on. He said, he said like, he's like, damn, I'm being honest. You know, now the girl says to him, you could you know, he told me the other day, he was at a girl's house, and this is Brian. He said he was at a girl's house, and he said to her, he's like, uh, she said, you could have me, you know, can we have a relationship? He looked, and he said, he said, well, I'm just like dating. And he said, oh, the booty got off of him. It, it was like, first the booty was on him, and they was kind of close. <laughs> he, said, <laughs> he said, it was like, it, he said, he had after that, but it was like the booty moved over to the left. And that's, uh, because you know what, nobody really wants to get played up out here. I mean, look, look, and be wearing. I mean, you got ladies out here. You know, what I'm saying? Like other ladies out here. You have. To, you have to, let me read. Five hundred of you know kind of miles, a coochie mouth. Okay, so five hundred, and we're not one guy. We're talking about the each time. So we all know American-made cars are imports. So since they're imports, we know American-made car don't go over a hundred thousand. Goes to the junkyard. So uh, if you if you run, and, you know, like a like So if you calculate every time that you lay down or every time that you with someone, and if you did it four times, that means two. Th- that would be what five five hundred times four. So that's two thousand coochie miles. So okay, you better than all your miles, and you wear. Oh, yeah, I want this, I want that. And, and then they want to drag you off. When a man knows that, he, you know what I I saw on Facebook, one one guy wrote it. A man, a real man, and I think it's a Facebook, uh, one of the apps. A real man knows what he wants. A real man goes after what he wants, and he claims what he wants. Period. That's what a real man does. So, to me, a real man don't play games. A real man would say, hey, it's not love at first sight. It's like, do you know I'm down? Do you know who I am? And you, yes, baby, and I want you. And they give it up. A real man don't sit on the sidelines waiting for the what for the hell to freeze over or for some bricks to fall out the sky. Say, oh shit, she was a nice girl. That's a blower. That is a blower. That's <laughs> a blower because I don't know how to cook. I know how to clean. I know how to regulate my own. I got my own stuff. I mean, hey, I live on God dollars in heaven, but I still have problems. So what is what is it? Hmm. That's all. Say so you, y'all know me personally. So what is it? It ain't got nothing to do with that. I think greed, greed, greed. And some of these women out here, yeah, they greedy too. They greedy. They leading y'all brothers, misleading y'all brothers, because. And what is this thing about God and all the extra? See. I even saw a show where women were saying how to pick up chicks. See, we have no respect for ourselves. See, I respect another woman because if a woman is with a man or a man is a woman, I step off. I ain't got time. But then you got this lady who has, that comes from their upbringing and things that they love. But you know, it comes a certain time. How long are you going to keep blaming somebody else? Oh, my mama, when I was growing up. She used to beat me or she used to rape me, whatever the case may be. Once you get to be 21, you are responsible for your own actions. So you can't blame if you It's something inside of you that tells you right from wrong. You know right from wrong. Even if I was damn jungle and I was a jungle girl, the bottom line, I know right from wrong. You know that. Bishop, you know I'm like, it's something innate. Everybody got it. People just ignore it. 
Everybody got clapped over. Said, yeah, <laughs> said, oh, whatever. That's that. That is that. That I blew everybody here, but that's real time. You know what? I mean, because you really should know. This thing, I, I know. I'm with somebody. I mean, I'm. I mean, come on. I ain't gotta be with anybody. I mean, and I ain't really gotta worry about it. I walk up at the door. I can, you know, you all already know me. So the deal, all of that, pretty <laughs> make me anything. That when you sit here, you get to know me. You see, I got brains, okay? You see, I can cook. You see, I can run my own. Show. You see, I'm about the people. You see, I, I, I went from riches to rags and trying to come back up to riches. Now, what is your problem? Well. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> wow. Say, Sister Hush. Sister Hush. <laughs> Sometimes you have to say, Sister Hush. <laughs> you get that too, because it's like, you always say, you always, always get on me. I mean, you guys say that, you know, you want to, you, yeah, I mean, we should express ourselves and stuff like that. But then when you get to express yourself and you say, this is the way I feel. No, it's not that we talk too much. It, you know, you're complaining too much. You're nagging. You're nagging. What are you doing? You're nagging. Oh, whoopsie <laughs> whoop. You, you're not there when I need you, right? But so if somebody else comes and support me, then you got something to say because what? Oh, but you ain't making it. Oh, here go right here, Ray. There was one gentleman that stood in front of a seat and said, be quiet. Do you feel me? Got her apart. Why well, ain't got no brand new shoes? Too much. <laughs> Hello, y'all black. What's that? Say. Say what now? My son said that, Blair. I had to say, you know, my son said that to me one day. He said, Mama, uh, me, I need to get with a woman. He said, They buy you stuff. Yeah, that's them. Uh, you're. you're <laughs> I don't know what it is, but you're clipping your 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 mic is clipping. What? Your mic is clipping. I can't. It's, yeah. I'm I'm getting bits and pieces. You know? Uh, no. Still clipping. Let's check it. What's going? On. Check, check that. So that you're hearing me clip. Yeah, you're clipping. I, you I don't know why it's doing. I don't know why I'm here, and um, um, it's not my phone. <laughs> uh, you know, you know, it might be. Yeah, it, it could be them. So what I could do is I can go. I mean, sometimes on this show, I'm gonna keep it real because we're having some serious topics, and when we really get into stuff. My my brother Bishop would tell you, as well as Cherokee, uh, people tend to, things tend to go off, especially when we're having conversations about what we should do as a community. You, you think you barely hear me? <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of. I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I also want to compliment you on the uh, work that you're doing with uh, breast 
awareness, breast cancer awareness. Thank. I uh, thank you. You know what? Really down with the um. I I really, I'm words and you know people who have been through what I've been through. But when it when it came down to it, I've really been thinking about breast cancer and then being a smoker as well. Uh, I had to kind of uh you know I had to kind of uh, think about uh you know it could be me. The bottom line is you know I need to. I need to make that aware. And I, I just so happened to uh, went to my son's. He works at the uh, Foot Locker. He, well, he's the assistant manager at, at Foot Action and Foot, Foot Locker in the uh, Baldwin Hills. And I ran into this little store called uh, Bling. Something It's something by Bling. And they had all this pink stuff, and they were, you know, representing for breast awareness. And I say, well, you know what? Since I am a person who people, you know, kind of like, you know, they, they kind of like me a little bit. So, I mean, and, you know, they, they, they do trust I say I'm like you know it's something that I should uh touch on and so I said it, it it's going to be you know one of my causes and and because of course with research we 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 need it when I brought that show about you know the AIDS things and how nobody's really talking about it anymore ever since they think that magic got a cure because it's like as soon as they said magic Johnson is cure everybody's like oh well take your cup off let's <laughs> get let's get more wild <laughs> you know so it's like <laughs> There are so many. I, I love the show, Gina, and um, I enjoyed uh, being on here. And uh, it is wow. There's so many different um, avenues you could touch on because I have so many different thoughts about shows you could do on uh, things that involve men and women, such as. Um, why do women ask for respect? Not all women, but they don't respect themselves in the way that they dress now in this millennium. It is ridiculous that the stuff that some of our uh, queens wear. And that's just another <laughs> topic. And um, listening to you. Um, Go off, and I was like, "Man, you could do a show about this. You could do a show about this. There's so, so I, many different things you can talk about." You know, I, I'm sorry about me going off, but Cherokee, Cherokee, you, you, pretty much, you know me as well. You know, I, I had to say, I get a lot of flack. I, I, I get a lot of flack. You know, all I can say is I look at me, and you know, and I used to be a hoochie too. Let me tell you, I used to dress hoochie when I got like. 20, <laughs> See, I'm a monogamous person. Let me let me tell you my get down. I've always believed in monogamous relationships. So from the age of let's say 19 to 24, I was in the same. I was in a relationship with, uh, won't say no names. And you know he was there when my kids were little, and then you know we stayed together all all that time. And I always dress. We would we would always dress like. Okay, you remember back when used and damaged was out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. Okay. I'm I'm talking about you. I'm talking overalls. I'm talking. About, I mean, we used to dress like like we was twins, right? And I didn't understand about you know my femininity. And my brother, it took my brother. You know when he he started, you know the guy started cheating on me, and he was he was living with me and my mom. Oh, look, you guys, look. I want you guys to stay. We we. I'm gonna have to go ahead and take it take it out. Take it out. You guys, stay stay where you are. Make sure your phones are charged up. 
I'm going to take it out, and you got, we'll be right back after the hour, okay? You know how I got to do it. So, oh, just just an instant. Let me go on and play something. Let's say, let, we're, we're, I'm going to play something. Uh, Here we go. Uh, Wow, 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 wow. Here we go. We're going to take it out with Tony Braxton. You guys stay right where you are. We'll be back after the hour here. How many ways?
Hi, everybody. You're back with Gina's Group Theory. It is now 10.03. We're winding down. This is our last hour. I'd like to thank my guests out here who are still out here presently. Uh, I have Blair out there. I know I got Cherokee out there. I believe I did lose Bishop, and uh, since we lost him, I can't get him back because, you know, once it goes into recording, because we get two hours live. I I had to cut it down by an hour because, you know, mm, had to cut it down for a minute and roll with it, but... Uh, the last hour is recorded, but you, if you're logged in, you can still hear the show, you know, and it's still, you know, it's still rolling if you're logged in. So thank you guys for remaining there. Um, nowadays, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and play this cut before we get back into this conversation because it is very heated like most of it. I'm realizing I need to go back to the three-hour show. <laughs> I mean, it's too bad they don't have a four-hour show. Uh, I, I need to go back to the three-hour show, so I'm, I'm going to work on that tonight. We're going to see what we're going to do and go back into the three-hour show because pretty much and, and that, that gives us an extra hour, so it's really a four-hour show after that. So tonight's show is like a three-hour show. But today in this world, you, you know, I mean, everybody with the music, with the TV, with the, the music industry, you got the sex industry, you got everybody putting it out there. I mean, you even have 16 and pregnant. You got all these extra things and all these entities out here telling you pretty much leading your children. And like I tell to all our black children out there, you know, 16 and pregnant is not for you because I have yet to see a black child on that show yet. And that lets you guys know 16 and pregnant is not a cute thing to do. You can't just go do it because you know what? You're not going to get it. You're not going to. Things are not going to be easy for you. And I let people know, don't go into the enculturated way of thinking. You know, the world is enculturating you to believe that hip-hop, what you wear, your clothes hanging off, uh, you know, uh, walking around here, boyfriends and babies, uh, you know, it just behooves me when I see the kids coming out of school at 3 o'clock and everybody is coupled up, holding hands. You know what, I think what we need to teach our children is not just about what it is to have a boyfriend or a girlfriend. I think what we need to be is more active in their lives. I mean, you know what, you, your children shouldn't have to turn to a boyfriend or a girlfriend or to a friend to ask them what it is, what it is about sex, mom, or or, or, or any. I know some of our parents out here are working and they're not in the home, but I, I encourage you guys at least once a month, you know, hey, it could be that hair appointment. It could be that nail appointment time. Go in or it could be, you know, hey, you might want to play. It might be your golf day. Bottom line, go in and check in on your kids because, really, our future is with our children. Our future is what they are our future. So this show that I'm having tonight with the young man who brought this whole subject out, I'm so proud of him that he would even come to me and ask me and say, Miss Gina, you know, because, hey, I'm a cut up. The bottom line is, you know, but but the music that we have, like, shout out to Sweetie Face, my daughter, Dominique. I mean, she has the virtue of no other woman I know to this day. The case is she does love these kind of song so i'm gonna go ahead and play this cut that is a new cut from chris brown and it's all kind of on this topic of what we're talking about i mean if you say it's okay for me to rob a bank then i'm gonna do it right so if you say to me like my mom used to say if someone says jump jump off the bridge you're gonna jump off the bridge somebody tell you well yeah nowadays it's no more of that nowadays the kids are jumping off the bridge nowadays the kids are doing what they see and it's really not really cool this cut is called don't judge me and I think it was really written from Chris to Rihanna. But in other words, what it's saying is, you'll get the message. Here it goes. Let's check in with the time. It is 10.07 p.m. This is December 20th, 2012, broadcasting live out of Long Beach, California. This is your KXRW, your community connection internet radio station. And I'm Gina, and you're on the theory. Here it goes. Don't judge.
And that was Chris Brown. Don't judge me. Let's go ahead and touch back in with my and say hello. 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 Hi. Hi, Blair. Hi. Let's uh, touch back in with Cherokee as well. Hold on. Hello. Hi, Cherokee. Hey. Hey. Yeah, we lost Bishop, you guys, but. You know, I mean, I guess cause, you know, I did have to pose that question. I didn't want to disrespect, but the bottom line is this, you know. Uh, it's like, look, uh, you know, I look at it like this now. If if a man marries a, a woman who's back, I mean, well, pardon me. Oh, did I say that guy? I did, no, I didn't say But uh, towback, the bottom line is, yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, he has a beautiful wife. You know, I mean, I, I, I got to know. I got to know. You know, I, I, I pretty much... You know, you know, men have all kinds of specific things that they want out of a woman, and all kinds of looks and and all that. But you know, if if, if a man got a beautiful wife and he says, "Well, it doesn't matter what you," I, I kind of find that kind of hard to say because you know, I mean, if that's the case, you'd have a toe-back wife. <laughs> you know, I mean, really, I mean, you'd, your wife would. I mean, you, you got a beautiful wife, so I mean, and I think men set out. They set out to get a decent-looking woman or a decent-looking uh, a woman sets out to get a decent-looking man, right? I mean, simply, I mean, what is y'all take on that? Does the beauty matter? Uh, hello? Hello, Blair? Hello, Turkey? The question yeah. is, what about, uh, you know, the, the attract? I mean, the attraction? Definitely. Definitely. Looks does matter. Oh, it does. You got to turn on. Yes, it does. I mean, for me, it does. I can't speak for someone else, but for me, looks does matter because um, when you in a relationship and you marry someone, and you wake up in the morning and you turn over and look at them and you be like, "Wow, <laughs> that's my wife," that's or you be like, "Damn, what did I? What was I thinking?" You know what I mean? So <laughs> that's from the and club, of, though. <laughs> yeah, no. I know that's from the club. <laughs> Drinking, like, oh man, I must have been drinking. So, oh, who is uh, this? Oh, my Where's my clothes? But it, it looks looks matter. Um, people, uh, guys, say, oh no, it does. Yes, it does. And it, it, and it's not the number one thing. They always say it's what's oh it's it's what's city inside. Oh yeah, but it's what's on the outside too. Um, because you have to be attracted to that person in order to, you know start a relationship in the first place in order to build that. You got to say, oh, wow, she's beautiful. Or I like, you know, some guys have certain things that they like. And, you know, myself, I have certain standards and <laughs> that I find attractive. And uh, long hair is one to have. I see a black woman with, with long hair. I like that. And, um, okay. you know, there's other qualities as far as the inner person, the intelligence and Having common sense and uh, don't have to be articulate and um, a li- good listener and a good talker and uh, I like to hear things you know about the person, what happened at work, how the day day goes, you know things like that. You gotta have, a, you gotta have communication in a relationship, and that's where a lot of people go wrong. They don't mm-hmm. talk. They mm-hmm. come from work, and the first thing they say is. Uh, did you cook? What, 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 what is what's, what's what's for dinner? Right, right, and, right. You know, so but looks are in definitely important in my book. Long eyelashes, I love them. I like when women bat their eyes, beautiful. I love women in heels. If you can't wear heels, I can't. I can, 
can't deal with that. <laughs> yeah. Gotta be able right. to heal. So, right. That looks are important. And? And, there are other things that, um, you know, uh, I like an educated woman, someone who's compatible with me and uh, that, you know, got their head on straight, independent. So if something happens to me, that they'll be able to carry the load because it takes two in a marriage. Um, People always say, oh, I'm the breadwinner. I'm going to take care of you and this, but what happens if you fall ill and something happens to where the woman has to step up? So you want to have someone that is compatible and that can get things done, who's independent and is comfortable with themselves and not insecure about certain things, and that's that, that trust is you and you trust them. You know, there's certain things that... You got to have in a woman, and uh, you know, if, if I say your, your standards are too high, you're too picky. Well, so be it, because you know you want what you want, and if you can't get what you want and you settle for less, then what's yeah. going to put you? So, mm. Mm. <clears throat> I think us women, uh, pardon me, not to catch you. But most of us women, I think, we, I don't know, I, we got to have a show about that. I think women more so than men settle for, you know, we settle. Uh, I see a lot of women who settle for men who whoop on them, uh, men who cheat on them, and so on and so on. I think we're the more the settler but because, you know, we're supposed to be. You know what my male friend Kevin told me, you guys got to send a shout out to Kevin. He said, you know what God made, and, and this Cherokee knows, because <laughs> you're Cherokee, you know, he be telling it. You know, because, you know, you do got a lot of these Bible-beating got people out here. You know, that's why I never say I'll be Bible-beating. You know, because, you know, hey, I'm not knocking down no church door to get in. I ain't going to lie. Because, you know, really, I mean, I know my own way to, I know my own way to hell. And so I don't want to, uh, you know, I, I don't need you to leave me. The deal is, my brother always <laughs> says to me, he says, you got a calling. Do you know how many people have told me I got a calling? Cherokee, you got a calling. You know, look, I don't have a calling if I'm not living right. I don't have a calling if I'm not, you know, I mean, to me, God is the most important thing in my life today. He's the reason why I'm here, who I, what I'm doing. So it's like, you know what, I'm not going to go half-baked with him ever. You know, so it's like I'm not going to sit here and say, okay, well, I'm going to lead, lead the flock, and I'm drinking, and I'm, you know, hey, it, that to me, and it's just my personal feeling. I think that if you're going to represent people, you have to lead by example. Like how, see, Cherokee is my mentor, and, and, and he, he taught me how to, you know, lead how to how to. I mean, I used to be a cut up. I mean, before he even met me, I was a cut up. I was a cut up. He taught me empathy. He taught me how not to think about you know judging people, how to look at people. I mean, you know, he even he. I mean, he taught a whole company, a whole village, which is village is MHLA and it's the Department of Mental Health. He taught them how to get out there in the street, and he, he taught us all how to street outreach, how not to just touch on people, how to approach people, how to what is it? What do you call it, Cherokee? You call it. It's engaging, but giving people a little bit of hope, right? Absolutely. <laughs> and what and what and what did you enforce in us? I mean, uh, look, this man. Let me let me tell you, I've I've had. He's never really judged. I mean, now, now I can say it, it, when it came to all of us, you know, his street outreach pe- people. Uh, when I posted on Facebook, I po- I'm sorry, Cherokee, I posted a picture of us uh, <laughs> out in the streets today. 
And, okay. uh, you know, I, I got a lot of feedback from it today. Everybody's like, wow. You know, what we do, I mean, and how we've been doing it. You know, when you met me back in 2004 with Stephanie, who's here, who brought me to you out here, had me and the kids come out here. So uh, you thought I was, you thought she was my mama. <laughs> you said, that's your mama. I'm like, that ain't my mama. You're like, he's like, that's your mama. And Stephanie's like, oh, your mama? Now, you know we the same age. That's a blow up. But the case is when you brought me out here, she she got me out here and I came out here. You know, I mean, I mean, I I needed help and I needed assistance, and it's not really a pay back kind of thing; it's a pay for it. See, what I've learned from you is, you know, I mean, it, it, I've seen people come up to Cherokee. We're about to go out on the outreach, right? I mean, he it, he works for the Department of Mental Health. He's the case manager as well as the only street outreach person at this company. Been there 16 years. So when we get ready to go out, you've had some people come up and they'd be like, "Well, you know, uh, Cherokee." Can I roll with y'all today? I just smoked some crack about 15 minutes ago. So Cherokee be like, he'll say, okay, you know what? Yeah, come on, come on and go. He said that by the end of the day, you'll be four hours and 15 minutes since you smoked crack. And then at the end of the day, they be like, can I get five dollars? He's like, here you go. <laughs> like, okay, you know what? You know that that's that's a person right there that you know when when people talk about unconditional. <laughs> Unconditional, like that. Oh, that's all right. At the end of the day, it'll be four hours and fifteen minutes that you smoke crack. And you know, damn, when they ask him, "Can I have five dollars at the end of the day?" He be like, "Here you go." I mean, he give it to him. He don't really care about that. You know, he didn't really care what you did. He didn't really care. I mean, you could just walk up to him. I just took a full pull, Cherokee. He like, get on in the van. Come on, let's go. Let's go out here and take care of the people. You know, he didn't really. So, I mean, I learned from him. I learned that you know, I mean, never to judge anybody. Never to look down on anybody, you know. I mean, I, I mean, as as my kids were young, and my mom would take me downtown and go perfume shopping because you know I, I was a spoiled kid. So you know, she'd take me down and we see the homeless people. And Cortez and Dominique were about maybe three and four, five, five and six. And you know, Cortez be laughing, and I remember saying to him, "I'll tell you how funny it is that how uh, history, you know, I mean, things will come back to you." I used to say to him when I see him laughing at homeless people when we go downtown, I'd say to him, "You know what?" So you better not be laughing. I said, don't laugh at homeless people. I said, you know what? You won that. And I said, you know what? And I'm going to drive by, and I'm going to laugh at you, right? And then it must have been really something for them to become homeless, for them to understand. I don't I don't never ask Cortez how it must have felt, but he was the kid that would laugh. And I would say, one day it might be you. And actually, it ended up being you. So the bottom line is, and after two kids, you know, Dominique, she can real tough. She really didn't like to help people, and she still got like that now, you know, she said. But Cortez, he, he gives his heart to people. If he says, Mama, you want to help that person? Cause, you know, they'll come to the door, and, and you know, he, I'll be like, you know, I don't have a baby or whatever. I don't have any place to stay. And I'll be like, okay. And I look at the kids. I say, Cortez, like, whatever you want to do, Mama. You want to help them? Help them. Dominique be like, well, you better lay that baby out there. That <laughs> we don't know that, people. <laughs> like, no, but, you know, I mean. Me and him, we have the same heart. Me and Dominique, well, you know, Dominique, you know, she, and now I'm learning after a little stabbing and all the extra that I've been through here lately. It's like, okay, I understand her, you know, her, her standoffishness, but, you know, still yet, yeah, still, you showed me, you taught me how to be a better human being, and I must really thank you, really, for all of that, because, you know, I really was prior to that, I don't, you guys wouldn't like me, because I was just a cut-up, I, I, no nonsense, and then, you know, it's like, you know, a, a, oh, panic attacks, oh, my sister-in-law, my brother's wife, and my cousin said they had panic attacks. You know what I told them? They need to get a job. <laughs> they need to get a life. <laughs> you, do you know I had to go back? Cherokee, Cherokee did not, not go back to eat to both of them and tell them because I was ended up being diagnosed with panic dysfunction disorder. And, you know, that it blew me for a loop. 
I was having panic attacks and didn't even know. I didn't even believe in it. So it's like, wow, I had to go back and make amends with people that I had, you know, back then, you know, said to them, you need to get up off your, you know, you need to do something. You, you ain't got no life. You know, you laying up, you know, my brother, you know, I, I just was so judgmental. And today I'm a much better person because now I can see it don't take drugs to make a person become homeless. A mother out there with her two teenage kids don't have to have done anything wrong for her to be out there. Just lose a job. And, I, and that's what I said at those at city, count, city council hall meetings for that property that they're trying to take from mental health, right, Cherokee? I go out there and I say, I tell the people, on the, the neighbors on the side, who be like, we don't need homeless people. We don't need homeless people walking through our neighborhood. What about our property? There? I'm like, you know what? I used to be on that other side. Now I'm on this side. So I say, I got the, both the best world, see? And the bottom line is y'all over there, you know what? It can happen to you. And you know what? Who's going to pick up your pieces? Thank God Stephanie brought me out here to meet Cherokee and to meet the village because I, I would there, there was no places in Redondo Beach and Torrance area. <laughs> yeah, they didn't have no place for for me to go. For us to go. So the bottom line is, you know, I'm serious. I mean, I would. There was there's no such thing as a village out in Torrance or Redondo Beach. You know, me and my babies were out. I mean, we we really roughed it out. We really roughed it out until so we got out here and then. Like like what Ray just said, he said, uh, I need to get with uh, uh, some uh, radio, something he said it will, will help me. He was just saying during the break. And I'm like, well, I didn't know that. It's like, okay, if you show me, he said, well, I'll, I'll give it to you. You run with it. Who am I, Cherokee? You give me something, what do I do? Take it and roll. Keep rolling. <laughs> when, I, when, I came, when I first co-hosted this show, it was not even my show. It was actually my in-laws. Now let's keep it real. When you look at my Facebook and you see you look and you see the groups of my people, I got I got the Monarch people, which is my mom and and you know my family, my legacy. Then I got you know I got the Booker T's and then I got the shh and the shh the shh group is shh you tell nobody. Now they're on the shh group. they brought me in. Okay, Gina, Auntie Gina, you know they're in-laws. Auntie Gina, we, we want you to, you, you've been here with the community. We needed to make, you know, we just want you to come in and co-host. So I called that show. And we broadcast Beverly Hills. And today that, the whole show, and I was like, well, now, and my friend Brian, who's Derek's uncle, was like, do it. I was like, I don't want to be in there. I don't know. I was like, that ain't, I mean, I'm a, I'm a street outreach person. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Human services. I didn't want to do it, but then he said, do it, do it. Three months, three months later, they two months later, they stopped doing the shows. The, the week they, I had one show, which was the third, which was Thursdays. I, I was doing it. Then they started slack. Then I got tricky and everybody out here. I got all of my. I mean, they, they right. They're playing games. It's their equipment, you know. So I said, well, and I'm saying, you know, Derek's uncle, Brian, who was funding, he started, he got his people in Connecticut to start funding their radio station. They didn't have to pay no bills. Then they stopped doing their shows. <laughs> so I'm like, I said, well, now I got all these people out here, you know, they look at me, right? They look at me, they like, you no, know, I mean, I can't put them down because just their book, you know, since they're slacking, I mean, you know, I, I got to do something. So what God, I got Sent me a whole lot of money. And I took it and I bought some equipment. Didn't even know how to work it. Got my first MacBook. Cortez, who was my son, who was an IT guy. He's been building them since 
but in fourth grade. So I'm saying, okay, he said, I'm going to get the MacBook. I already had an HP. Yeah, he's like, run it on that. Get a MacBook. So we went, we, me and him was in fries, with fries, looking around, you know, guessing what kind of equipment. And then I got it, took it to my niece and nephew, told them I got my own now so they don't have to bring their equipment because they start, you know, be, you know, BS and not showing up on time, stuff like that. And I'm like, I got to follow. So it's like, you know, I, I, I got a responsibility. See, I'm accountable for my things. So, hey, I went and bought my own, and by, by third month, here I am. This group theory, I'm no longer with KXY. I wish them the best out there. But it's like, you know what? You cannot really invite a pet bull to a kitten fight. You know, and I asked him when they first asked me, I said, have you talked to my brother? <laughs> Did my brother tell you about me? You know, he know how I am, you know. I'm like, did he tell you? I mean, you guys are asking me to be, you know, do I want my own show, but do you know what kind of person I am? You, you can't say, I'm a person, so I don't have things. And it's like, you know, these people mean a great deal to me. The people out here, this, I mean, there's so much stuff I didn't know. When I came out here, I didn't know there was resources. There's so many people on the streets that don't know about resources. All they do know how to do is ask for change. They don't know that, hey, I and, and Cherokee, you must say, mental ill, not everybody homeless is mental ill, and some of them don't want the bills, and they, 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 I had one tell me, I used to cry. When I first started working with Cherokee, I used to cry. When I see him, I, I would cry. One one homeless man told me, who was living in a car box on the, the 7th Street Freeway, told me, oh, he said, how much you pay for rent? You know, because we're out there out, you know, before, because you know out here when we get uh they 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 got some stuff going on out here. They they clear the streets, right? Because you know you got all these people coming in from out the town, so they don't want the homeless, you know, right there in their face. So they move them out. So I, when he told me, he said, "How much you pay for rent?" And I, at the time, I was paying like seven fifty. I said seven fifty. He said, "See, you know what?" He said, "I get an SSI check." He said, "But you know what? I keep all." <laughs> That's when I was. <laughs> Am I right, Cherokee? He said, That's right. I get down. I'm paying no rent, and I do what I want with my money. And I was like, wow. That's why I said, so. Yeah. So, you know, you had a different breed of everything. You know, I see that people, like, they're just trying to get over it. What I said, help people. Oh, when you spoke about I, 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 my kids told me one day we were in the car. This is when we were homeless. This is some years ago. They told me, and everybody out there knows this quote. They said, Mom, you know why we lost everything? And I was like, why? Because you had eyeism. <laughs> so I, had, <laughs> I, had, I said, they said, you all, I'm because I, 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 this is, I, I, <laughs> they, how old were you guys? Like, what? They were like, 14, 13, 14, 15. So you had I, 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 I. So when you said, you touch me, like, that. yeah, I did have, I did, I had it, I had it bad. I didn't forget who made everything. I forgot who made everything possible, and that's why I encourage people. You know, it's like you. It takes. It takes a village, like Cherokee took me. Hey, it takes a village to run things. No, I'm not. I'm not the teacher of this show. I am a student amongst a classroom of students, and I'm willing to learn anything that anybody's willing to teach me. You know, the bottom line is, you know, I don't know everything. I used to be a perfectionist, and you know, 
perfectionism will lead you crazy. And I tell everybody, if you're on the job, you're going through some harassment, you know, leave. You know, I mean, you're fine. You know, we're all this, all that. You know, in the end, I did take the, I took the hit, but then it win. I won anyways because I'm a better person today. You know, so I mean, it's kind of a win. It, it, it back in the day, it looked like a, a lose lose, but it is a win win. You know, it's a win win for me because I'm, I'm a greater, greater. I like me better, so you know, I like me better. So <laughs> that is an improvement. So with that, I saw the error of my ways, you know. And I, I thank you for that, Cherokee. I really do. I thank you for making, for making that possible for me. And thank you for calling in as well. You're very welcome. I can't wait to get with you about you know the shows you had in mind. See, we cut up here. How are you feeling it? Are, are, are you feeling the show, or it's like kind of talking to me? No, no. I was asking Blair how did he feel about okay, the show. Okay, you kind of cut in and out. I couldn't hear you. I I love the show. I love your show. I really do. I'm very impressed, and um, I gotta I gotta be calling in again because I love it. I like the participation. Uh, it's great. I like the topics, and uh, you're a great conversationist. And you just gotta your person just can't get off the phone. They gotta you know listen to what you're gonna say next. It's it's great. It really is. I really, I really love the show, and I admire you a lot. I have a lot of respect for you after listening to the show, and uh, just impressed. Really am. And gotta, I gotta tune in. <laughs> Thank you very much. You know, I promoted out there, and uh, it was, it was, uh, it, it's just like, uh, it's like. If, if I'm gonna do anything, and, and one thing that we all know that if you can help one, if one person takes anything from it, you know some of the shows are kind of wild, crazy. You know, we be laughing out here. Cherokee, I mean, we have one show I was thinking about that I gotta bring because you know Cherokee is American and he celebrates, and which he taught us how to celebrate. Me and my family, uh, the Healing Circle uh, was something that brought me and my kids close because you know when we had our hard times, of course you know kids have resentment. So uh, my son had a lot of resentment, and uh, he came for a healing circle for 30 minutes. And from then on, me and him have been real good ever since. I mean, we battled back and forth with some things, but, you know, it was like the, the tension of, you know, mom, you know, all the things we had been through were was lifted. So like I said to everybody out there, you know, it, it's not even about a religious thing. It's not really about a uh, culture thing. It's about just bringing what it is that you have. I mean, what I have learned is there's so many different perspectives to one certain situation. It can be one situation. There's so many. I mean, you can't see things, you know, like how they say about things in, in the gray area. Either you're black or white. I used to be black or white. That's that no-nonsense kind of thing. It's like, oh, well, it's just got to be that way. You know, no, there's, there's no, and there's no gray. There's no middle. There's so many different ways that you can view things. So many things that people out there it, it take it can take what the Native American people because they, they're traditional and I just love I do celebrate my Native American heritage because they believe in family they believe in uh, being uh, uh, the mother the father the children and you know and uh, they believe in 
but now the one thing that's different is that the man and the woman walk side by side, right? Though Cherokee, that the man and the woman are, you know, side by side. But right. you know, because in life, you know, I mean, but basically the main scope of it is that family is what's important. And so what I try to encourage my listeners to do is to uh, start with the family. Then we can get into the community. See if we can kind of if we can kind of help help each other to uplift each other and and bring what it is that you have. I don't care what it is as long as no one's disrespectful out here. No one is disrespecting anybody. Everybody has an opinion. You know, and I used to say, you know, like you know the, the whole saying about the excuses. Everybody have one. And it's like, oh, you know, everybody have one. no, but an opinion. You know, as long as it's you know directed towards helping. You know, I'm willing to listen. I, I mean, because I, I used to didn't. I thought I was the hottest. I mean, I, I wouldn't hear any. I know everything. I, I am the, you know, I'm the source of everything. I'm the, you know, uh, encyclopedia. But I'm not. And today, I'm not. Today, I'm just, I'm just a person out here who wants to make a difference. Wants to I use them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I is the kids. I was like, they were fourteen, fifteen, thirteen, fourteen, or whatever. They said you had eyesum. I was like, eyesum. What is it? Now we're in the car, sleep, about to go to sleep. They're like, you had eye, eyesum, and you know they brought. I mean, all of those things come back to me, and they, you know, and like people, they think about people who suffer from mental illness. Some people think there's no way out of it, and like I had asked Cherokee just the other day, you know, when it comes to our military people, like our Vietnam vets, and. You know, my heart goes out to the kids who are going to be coming back because, you know, like I, I tell everybody about that law that Arnold Schwarzenegger, that the Terminator came in and put in, is going to make it hard for them to get their, their, their you know, to get disability uh, for mental issues. Now, physical issues that come, you know, legs and arms and stuff like that, they, they, it won't be a problem. But for a person like Cherokee who came back with schizophrenia or, you know, a person who was out there with the bombs and things, you know, I mean, those things they still live through. So how do you prove that you're scarred that way? It's just impossible. I I know this because I I had to battle it. But there is a way. There is a way through medication, right? Because when I first came out, I wasn't down with no medication. I was like, I can I can get through it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Am I right, Cherokee? How was that when you? That's right. Everybody else is suffering but you. <laughs> you were raised now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Everybody knows. Everybody knows. I'm gonna blow up. I'm gonna blow up. <laughs> you cut up. <laughs> I know. I'm enjoying this. I mean the best, buddy. Because you know, Cherokee saved my life, and he say, I mean, I mean, let me tell you, you come down here to Long Beach. Area. I mean, the people in the streets be singing his name. Cherokee. I mean, I'm, it's a blow up. And sometimes I know uh, you try to dip. Kind of like being. Uh, it's like being. What's what's that kid's name? Uh, Justin B. You know, and and he he don't say nothing. But you know, people. You know, they 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 recognize him. And, and he was the first man that I saw that it was about something. And when I showed about, you know, I really. I was about a woman died family. Couldn't in and out again. Yeah, she, she it, it, you know, it might just be my it might just be my equipment. 
How's that? Is that better? I don't know. It's, when you when you came from the break, you were coming in clear, and yeah, then I, all I, of a sudden, I think it's blocked. You know, when I have problems with blog talk, sometimes you know I have to report it to them sometimes, and they have to work on the system with as far as our programming. I'm going to show you everything, Blair. You, you'll see. And, and Cherry, he kind of knows a little bit. You don't really get too much in it, in, into it. But, you know, I get a lot of that. I get a lot, especially when you have a topic that talks about the man. Ooh, you know. I cut out the whole show. What is it, a hacker? Because you're clipping real bad. I'm, I'm not getting what you're saying right now at all. Is that better? Let's see. How's that? Is that better? Can you hear me now? Okay. That's yes. better? Okay. That's better. But I push. Um, when we talk, whenever we have a show out here that is about, you know, uh, who really run into something, you know, over there, yeah, I mean, sometimes it's a joke line. Am I right, sir? Bottom line is, you know, some, that all of them pretty much ran by the same uh, Facebook uh Mm, Twitter, all of that, you know, same entity. Now I'm getting a lot of feedback. It's the government. It's, I don't know who it is. The deal is, uh, you know, when we're on some serious topic, we just actually a lot of technical issues. But that actually is a button. So you guys can hear me now, right? Mm, oh yeah. So it's blog talk. It's not me because my equipment is. You know what? I, the money that I was blessed with, I did at least buy the top of the line, <laughs> top of the line stuff, even though I didn't know what I was buying. But I did buy, you know. So it's it's not me. It's not it's not my equipment. It's pretty much the blog time and blog blog talk. So it's, it's not me really. But I do thank you guys for you know being out here um, as well. I, I meant to call you Cherokee and tell you that I had blew you up. Uh, you know, actually the picture that I posted today, the one that you touched on, Blair, uh, you, the the man with the white hair. That's Cherokee. That's Cherokee, and I, I had the camera, so it wasn't. <laughs> okay. Nice meeting you, Cherokee. Nice meeting you, sir. Huh? <laughs> Did you say Cherokee? No, I was just telling him it's nice to meet him. Okay, it's nice to meet you too, man. All right. Yeah, you guys. Check me out on. I've seen you on Facebook, so <laughs> just check me out on Facebook. Dina give you information. <laughs> Absolutely. Gina, could I clear up one thing, please? Yes. This I open this thing up talking about the white man. I'm not talking about people of color. What I'm talking about is that old European mentality because it still exists today. You see it in police departments. You see it in the workplace. So you've met all of my family here in California all the way back to North Carolina, so you know we're a rainbow. So I'm not talking about the color of the skin. I'm talking about that mentality. But I know that my great-grandparents had to change their name in order to keep them from taking their land. So please don't want no one be uh, offended by that because my healing circle means is all of us need to heal together, everyone. All of us need to heal together. Thank you. Well said. Go ahead and represent for that, too, as well. It is about, and uh, the healing circle is more so of the four corners. Go ahead and throw it out there so you know Blair can kind of, because I'm quite sure, you, you know, everybody got Native American in them, right? <laughs> Get down to it. <laughs> All right. That's right. Right. Like you say. So, yes. Yeah. 
Y'all got a little bit, but but the, the the culture of and the heritage is that we we honor one another and that we care in 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 high regard. And like I said, you know, you really did teach me, you know, that you know it doesn't matter what your situation is. You still, you know, what you told, what you used to say on um on the first, it said the first and third. Well, we're their lab from the streets from the first to the third now from fourth to the to the first or thirtieth so how many days is it to the month you know we're out there you know everybody hungry everybody wants a sack lunch you know but then from the first to the third you know like everybody on the streets next are coming in mother's day <laughs> nobody there right look at all the money. Cherokee you know uh, uh, I used to, uh, we used to have this girl roll with us named Chocolate and she used to be a spotter now, Cherokee, since he had to endure, he, he knows everybody's hot. Because most of the homeless people, see, people, the homeless people are the ones at the liquor store are out begging. The majority of homeless people, believe it or not, are hiding. They're under, in my line, Cherokee, they're, in, they're hiding. They don't even want, they don't want to bother anybody. And that's why I tell people, they have the most integrity and pride. They have more pride than, you know, some of us out here walking. They don't want to, they don't. They, they don't want nothing from you. Do you know? I mean, Cherokee has, I mean, him has outreached to the same person for plus years until finally they took some help. Because <laughs> yep. they don't trust. Am I right? They don't trust Absolutely anybody. Absolutely right. Look in the bushes. Think there's a shoe sitting there. There's a person laying under the bush. And you got to follow that shoe sometimes. Knock on the bush. You know, knock on the cardboard box. Whatever it is. <laughs> Because it is bush people. They be in the bush. This is no joke. On bed, underpass. Man, they be in a, he be like, daddy, now talk to She, you know, we'll be driving by and she's like, there's one. And we're like, we don't, be, where he at? Like, there he is. And it was so, you know, Cherokee around the corner and go back and look. We drive all close and they would. You, all you see was his toe sticking out. <laughs> she's like, I told you there was. <laughs> she, I'm good at it. But now I do have that. I have that in that. So, uh, Cherokee, uh, tell Blair about it. Huh? <laughs> Cherokee. Yeah. You were sitting out there. I couldn't hear you. Cut off again. I said, yeah. tell Blair how uh, I, over a period of time I grew to be able to not even have to really see the person or any of that. I, I'll just we we'd be driving by somebody just standing on the corner. I'd be like, "Be hungry," and he'd be like, "You sure?" I'm like, yeah. and we go back around. We come back around. He'd be like, Would you like a sack lunch today? Yes, I was starving. I was just feeding myself in. And like, you know. as you know, God bless you. This is just a lunch. You know what I mean? But it's not a lunch. It's a sack of love and care. So, yeah. I hear you. And now it's like I can feel it. I can feel when somebody. You know, needs, you know, it's just, and he gets to me all the time. He says, you know, if you got $2, you get that one. You know, it's all right because. This is me off, too. Damn, you got $2, you give us about one? Give me 50 cents. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, so, Gina. Yeah. What? Will your next topic be? I don't know. I guess when we get online, I guess I'm to you because I 
do be needing some. I be needing some help, some influence, and you know, I mean, I appreciate. I I pretty much want everybody you out there just to be what it is that's important. You know, sometimes I think of the topics and I topics that you know. Eric asked me this morning about the whole masturbation thing. I mean, you know, you're a youngster, and he asked me, you know, I'm like, oh, well, I'm still right, you know. And then when the girls, they came like five minutes later, and they're like, what? And, then, you know, Stephanie's like, yeah, I brought a woman home to my man. And then LaShawn was like, oh, no, oh, like that texting it. I just started getting more of it. So that that's what compels me. The shooting, the last show that I did was supposed to be about setting your priorities right because, you know, uh, I've been doing a lot of uh, the past three weeks have been really phenomenal. I, I, I really got into my Bible. Um, I really got into, uh, I didn't think I could meditate, but I, I, now I know what the connection between, you know, as a human service major, we took classes in stress management about, you know, what do you do? And I know how to tap. I know how to do the extra, but I, I was like, I don't know how to meditate. But I realized that praying <laughs> meditation. And, you know, but they always say prayer is magic, but I didn't know how to connect it to. Now I do. It was all because of my brother who uh, called and, you know, I had, I've had i been having visions. I've been having visions and uh, visions and hearing things. And it's like a, it started back like in 98. And, and I, I had two, there were two important things that happened back then that came to pass. And, and then I went back to my psychology professor and I asked him because he told us about mind travel and, you know, and I want to ask him, why did he stop? He get scared. Because I started at my chest, I got to see. And everybody that knows me knows that I'm an A, A, B student. You know, well, in school, I was just A. Now I'm kind of A, B. I'm still holding my 3.0, but the case is like, you know, I mean, two C's. I'm like, I'm studying. It's like, you know, my mind, you know, every two episodes, I saw something. I, I started to feel that I'm thinking things and making them happen. So, you know, he, he you know, I would on his uh, during his office hours on a, another day, um, and I asked him, and he said that you know I needed to relax, but it happened. So I haven't remember all these years. But now they're like hitting me, and it's like I'm seeing things, I'm hearing people's conversations that I'm not there. So I'm like, you know, it's really been troubling. I had a piece of wood in my house that my brother called me. Uh, I hadn't talked about a week. He called me, told me the same thing that I had our Cherokee and everybody, and so I was like, wow. Oh. You didn't check your, your whatever it is again. You're cutting in and out real bad. You know, that, you know is that better? Is that better? Yeah. You can hear That's better? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'll there to fix it, figure out what's making it cause that. Well, when I get off of my, my great show, I think it is really blocked. About a piece of wood that I had in my house, and uh, uh, I was like, uh, he said it's splintered or something. You, you hear the show because he said it, and then, so I was like, uh, you know, Cherokee came over the next day, and just so happened I had took a, it, it was a friend of mine had my furniture and had, had got me a, 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 you know, the a, the the centerpiece, and the centerpiece I had put over on the side of the wall. It had an orchid in it that someone, uh, I believe someone had got me for a holiday. And it had been hidden for months, and I, you know, I didn't put it back on the table. So when my brother said about the piece of wood, he's like, "You need to get it out your house." And so I was like, "Get out of my house," you know. And so, you know, I looked, and I didn't see anything that looked splintered. He said carved or whatever, and I didn't pay any attention. But that night, Friday night, 
I go to the court for some reason. I take that centerpiece and I finally put it back on the table. And so Cherokee comes over the next Saturday, the next day, Saturday, and you're sitting here. And he said, "Shit, what?" He said, "That's the piece of wood." So I called my brother. I said, "I think we found what you're talking about." He said, "Well, you need to take it to the ocean. You won't." I, I, I mind people now. Yeah, I might not listen. Because <laughs> Cherokee said, "You." Know, <laughs> I, I, I did mine that time, and I did exactly what I was told to do. And ever since been open, and wow, you know, uh, you know, tend to think, you know, think he's out. Cherokee's always said the thing lit in certain furniture. You you don't take uh, certain things because it carries the spirits of other people. And, and it could cause you harm. Now, I, I had to come to realization of that. And I started getting into my Bible the past three weeks. Like, really, because really, it's like, wow, that was incredible. Because the next, we, we we did what we had to do that Sunday night. The next morning, the next Monday morning, it was like, all of a sudden, I started getting hit with all kind of good stuff. I'm like, well, but wait a minute. So, yes, there's always this furniture hold things. And so I'm like, okay, well, the person who gave it to me, when I said he gave it to me, everybody said, oh, you did So I realized that it's, it's been a very spiritual few weeks, and and I've seen a lot, and I've I've grown, I've grown in that, and and today it's like I'm I'm doing a lot better, everything is a lot, you know, calmer, and you know, I mean, the shows, uh, you know, my brother pushes me, he's like, well, you need to be on every day, it's like, you know what, you know, I don't I don't have to rush for anything, I mean, I run this show, I pay the bills myself, and you know, I don't have to feel so hurried. Because I do have faith in God. See, you know, maybe I probably didn't have it before, but I know I have it now. So I trust and believe. I don't have to do a show every day for people to be out there. I just be. Able, I just need to be in the right place at the right time, and God needs to make so that I do. And I got to give much praise to Him for that too, as well. Let's do a check, time check, you guys. I think we're kind of winding down to like the about the end. Uh, we're seven minutes till the end of this show. And since it does cut me off early because, you know, it is regulated by what you say, Pop? Cherokee? The, what? the bottom line is I'm going to go ahead and let you guys see your yeah. style. <laughs> yeah, well, you know who runs the whole country, right? European. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get down to it. Also, too, Blair, I got some things. that uh, uh, the, the, the State of Man is a DVD that given to me by a, a, a lady, Renee Quarles, uh, from Shades of Africa. Shout out to her. She's another community business owner, and she gave me this, this DVD, and, man, to see it is so powerful. It, it's so powerful. The things that you may think is going on when it comes to us, it, it really is. It Our whole plight from the day one was already written. They already had a plan. See, it's not really – it's not really – See, people kind of get, they bring you here, they work you, and then when you're done with you, it's kind of like the whole relationship thing. When I'm done with you, what do I do with you? I throw you away. You know, like I said about the corporate thing, you know, I was a corporate person, and, you know, they ball you up and throw you away. You know, that's why I encourage people to always have your own things. My mom always said she worked 36 years at the same company. Bottom line is, you know what, have extra bag, extra eggs in your basket. Uh, it's better to to run your own than to work for someone else. You can make a percent of a percent of a percent of someone else's money in their company as opposed to you building your own self. And just like the white man said who did the power of ambition, bottom line is learn the difference between wages and profits. 
wages and profit, two different things. You can be you could be you can have a whole lot of money in pocket, but inside your spirit is toe up. But you can have a good spirit and do right by people and live a very prosperous life. That's where I'm at today. And uh it is now ten fifty five in the PM. I thank you guys for being out here. I will uh I'll touch you later soon. I'm off air and it's, of course Cherokee you can't you know, Thank I'm gonna you. I'm gonna boil on your butt. Right? I'm gonna take I'm gonna boil on his butt. And he's like, Okay, yeah, okay. You know, like all of us out here, we have been a boil on his butt, but he puts up with us and has and you know, and I'm very thankful for everything that I do have today. Um since you weren't out here in the beginning of the show, I this song that I chose for my intro back in the day meant so much to me. So I want you to stay in and listen to it before you well, you hang up. This song really mm, is by Robin Thicke with Mary J. Blige, and it, it, it pretty much says everything that I feel. I had to ask when I was called to change, went from being uh, driven to spiritually driven to ask myself, what is it, what is it that I can do to be a, to be a servant to people? It's song this is number one, so check it out, you guys. Thanks. Much love. I love you guys. Two and two, right? Say bye, everybody. And I'm right. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, we, we're signing off on Gina's Groove Theory. Thank you, my guest. Thanks for everybody standing in. Thanks to my friends. Thanks to my loyal fans. Thanks to everybody. Much love. This is my intro song. I'm going to take it out. Ask. I asked myself what it was I could do. You ask yourself what it is that you could do to make a difference in somebody's life. And in, in the case of what do you want people to remember, you ask. Do you, do you want to be, do you want to get into the gates or do you want to go somewhere else? It's up to you. But making a difference is where I'm at today. So here it is. Robin Thicke asked myself. Much love. Gina signing off December 20th, 2012. Have a great night, you guys. Ooh. Mm-hmm.